You're listening to Fakeologist Audio Chat. This is a new and exciting way to communicate with fellow fakeologists from all over the world. Each day we compress and post the day's audio into a file that can be big or small. Discover new voices and ideas that talk about media fakery like you never did before. Please search for Fakeologist Audio Chat and Fakeologist Main Show on your favorite podcast app. To connect to our always on and always streaming audio chat, go to fakeologist.com forward slash audio chat. To listen to the live stream, go to fake11.com forward slash radio 2. Now, on with the audio chat. Hi folks, this is Alan, what's his name? On November the 6th, 2022. And I'm waiting for Rick to come in and talk with Ab, hopefully. See you later, folks. Thanks, Alan. What a pleasure having you introduce the show. Very relaxing voice. Very relaxing voice. Uh, hopefully, uh, Ab will be here a bit later. He's um, probably uh, having his organic breakfast. Organic berries, organic asbestos-free grains. Very healthy man. Uh, <laughs> it's an um, interesting date. It's, uh, if you read it the American way, it's the uh, 11-6, or it's 6 to 11 as we say it. Turn it upside down, turn it upside down again, reverse it. So that those numbers... And I'm telling you now, they love those numbers. Why do they love those numbers? 9, 11. Dave Jay could explain it all to you. Every single little bit of it. Very good man. He's on Rick and Rollo podcast. I'm uh, sorry, Rick and Rollo Discord. Putting some amazing stuff as usual. And hopefully he'll make a return back here at some stage when he's ready. Wonderful information. 9, 11. Very powerful. Very powerful numbers. Very powerful. Anyway, I'll just wait a little bit till Ab and hopefully I'm being, uh, when I have a break, it will silence and not have a giant gap in between it like I did when we went through Craig the other day. Doesn't work the same way. Naughty. Okay, we'll speak to you soon. Anyway, so I have to say, it's a beautiful, beautiful day in mid-north coast of Australia. Beautiful day. I went to the beach with um, one of my sons while the other son worked. And it was beautiful. I didn't go for a swim, but it's um, swimming weather. Finally, it's still cold, though, at night time. Very cold. Or our cold, not your cold if you're in Europe or America or Canada, <clears throat> but it's cold. Um Strange lines in the sky again today. I don't like being a conspiracy theorist. I'm afraid I might be. And um, what were they doing? But it's, it's cleared up. The full moon almost at the moment, though, but it's a, a very suspicious. What did Alan Watt used to say? He described it as candy, a fairy, flossy kind of strange-looking wispy cloud. That's all over the place. But the moon is very quite full. And it's, what would I describe? It's in its uh, uh, north... East, northeast direction, 
Ab will come on and verify he'll have the same moon or a different moon floating above him, almost in the same direction. Very odd that. Haven't been able to explain that, but I'm not a scientist. I'm a conspiracy theorist. <clears throat> now, I mentioned this last night. Maybe people don't listen to the Saturday night show, and probably with good reason. Probably with good reason sometimes. Um, the New Zealand intelligence agencies, I've got to keep reiterating this. There's no joke about what's going down. You, be, you can sit there and debate your flat earth and all your science um, illusions and things like that. Rightly so. But what's really going down is your, the censorship of the people. And they're now turning the New Zealand, the wonderful country I grew up in, that was a fantastic country, although there's probably a hidden seam of, you know, big brother, and I think there was always, always has been there. But um, now they're directing the citizens to report on anyone that is suspicious that the, the future terrorist is the person in your street that doesn't trust the government, wasn't easy with the vaccine mandate, and could be enabled a conspiracy theorist. They need to be reported. Now, we know that they already know that. You know, the Echelon, which was came out in the 80s, I was on about that in the 80s, be told, getting laughed at. They'll never do that. They're not listening to every single phone call. Where would they keep the data? What a joke. These are people, that was the excuses I, was get, uh, I received when I told them about Echelon. And I had a background in security um, part-time for, you know, eight or or so years. And I saw and I knew about um, the Telstra or telecom buildings. They had two different levels, two different companies running the security, and the second level was armed. And they were usually Americans, apparently. But you couldn't – if you were on the first level, this normal Australian-based company, if you got found on the second floor, you could get arrested and charged with all these n- nasty things. I heard these rumours, saw too many security guards for uh, one building to need, and that was the echelon being set up. That was the encryption of all phone calls, all faxes, or whatever. And this is kind of pre-internet, pre-internet. Um, conspiracy theorists like me was going on about it, and guess what? We were proven right because they're using that system. So every everything you say, everything you do, now they've got you. You're carrying around your own recording device, and I'm standing there, sitting here, sorry, talking to one right now. Hypocrite. Um, they're going to are using metadata at every single conversation. Your Xbox has got a microphone in it. Your smart TV's got a microphone in it. Your, your normal household arguments and conversations are being sold off to advertising agencies and intelligence agencies. Be told. Be told. Um, now they're going to use that information. So they already know what your views are. They already know by the serial numbers of the, va- the vaccines, the people that took them and ticked the, uh, you know, the consent box who got the vaccines. They know who haven't got them. But what they're trying to do is turn you into a portable reporting device on your own family or next door neighbours. And it will be successful because it already was successful when we had the lockdowns. We had little old ladies. My, oh, my next door neighbour, I can see it. She's got a, she's a, she's got a visitor. She's got a visitor. And, and they're ringing the police, dobbing, that's what we call it over here, dobbing you in to the police. And the police, they, the local police were absolutely sickened by it. I heard the conversations. You know, they couldn't believe that little old ladies were reporting their next door neighbour for having a visitor. Disgusting. This is Stasi, East Germany, 
guaranteed. It's been, it's happened before. It's going to happen again. New Zealand, the test country for all Big Brother, always the test bed for um, trials because small population, very easily monitored for if you're doing a um, double blind test or to test, you know, how effective the certain operation is. New Zealand and Australia have been always way up there. And um, I'm repeating myself. Even though, because last night I got told that the, half what I said wasn't getting recorded, it was getting recorded, so I've repeated myself twice last night. <clears throat> but anyway, so um, Fakeologist Discord is working well. That's what I'm going to say, working well. Very well moderated. We've got the hell 9,000 of moderators taking over, wild times. Um, his eyes glow red every time he sees anything that's not quite right, and he can delete you if you are naughty. And I think Rollo might have got removed again last night, unfortunately. But not unwarranted, I would say. He's had too much to drink. Too much to drink. But um, anyway, um, yeah, New Zealand is openly now telling the people that your next-door neighbour, your friends, your family, you need to tell us because he may be the future terrorist. And that's happened. It's a thing. While we all, all us smart people were debating um, flat earth, how many planes went into the towers, um, JFK, there are people out there, that can, proper conspiracy theorists, that have been on about JFK for now 60 fucking years. And that's their life. And the whole thing was a fucking stage show. The whole thing was a stage show. T- TV's first psychological operation or, you know, in, how would you – yeah, I think it was TVs were in most places in America back in that day. Uh, any witness to the uh, events that were around local newsrooms was baffled by the amount of wires and cables and equipment that was getting rolled into their um, studios and offices days before, days before the shooting. I've heard a few great stories. And I'll say this now, anyone out there that's uh, got a uh, – Interest in real conspiracy. Like, I mean, I'm talking. This is one of the biggest. This is so out there. It's got to be real. And it's the uh, the book called um, uh, is it Sister Mary's Monkey or Mother Mary's Monkey? Sister Mary's Monkey. It might be called. And I kid you not. This is so out there. And there's there's as a woman that was a researcher that had managed to find toxins. That were killing monkeys quickly. She was a worked as, as a in a laboratory, and she got poached by the government, according to her, to do more research and you know that using cancer cells and things like that and and vaccines. She then ended up getting recruited by an intelligence agency. Her mentor was none other than the shooter, blamed shooter for JFK. He, he became her boyfriend somehow. He was like her handler. Um. Oswald um, was her handler. And he. it also ties in the coffee company that they work for that all these employees end up working for NASA. So I'm telling you, this is so out there, it's probably true. I think, I think it's called Sister Mary's Monkey. Now, the guy that wrote the book that was a friend of this lady who's now dead, he was interviewed on the Opperman Report, which did have some good stuff and still probably does, but he – I don't trust him 100%. I'm sorry. I've had I've, – had discussions with him, and he's a very socialist, naughty little man. But really, he's the same age as me, and grew up in the same era, you know, the 60s and 70s. 
uh, really interesting interviews that he does. And he just by default, he's done some fantastic ones. And this, Sister Mary's Monkey, I think that's what it's called. Let's try and look it up online. It is so out there, it's probably true. Uh, someone like um, Infinite Plane Radio's um, uh, Tim Osman, I think he'd be interested in this. If anyone's listening, send them the link to Sister Mary's Monkey and then try and find the Opperman Reports interviews with the guy because this, honestly, it's so out there. I think it's true. Using my gut instincts. Gut instincts. Really interesting story and it ties in the coffee company that uh, Oswald and a few other um, intelligence agents were working for. And this is the other thing that I discovered, and I'd never seen anyone else discover, I've got old Time magazines, right? Old Time magazines from 1963. And there's a story, just making sure I'm being recorded here. Yes, I am. There's an amazing story about um, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald's three-barrel name, three-barrel name, Lee Harvey Oswald's mother. There's a photo of her. And I'm sorry, I'm not an EGI type, but when you see someone that looks like a man, you know that, that the, in your instinct goes, it's a bloke. Lee Harvey Oswald's mother, be told, is a bloke. The actor playing her, uh, her looks almost identical to a couple of US politicians that I suggested. I, I had the names of this is this is a year or two ago that I first spotted this. It's all been forgotten because all the discords have been erased, and that's why Ab's right. He said, if if, uh, if you want your information stored and kept forever, go on to fakeologist.com fakeologist.com join the um, server over there and put your stuff there it'll be kept forever whereas a lot of the stuff I've been um, sharing and some you know I'm telling you stuff I've found is up there guaranteed it's gone unless I'm here to tell you repeat it myself it's been removed by um, the discord sensors and never got kept it's just end the stream of chat you know and arguments about flat earth utter waste of time and then it's going on now stress levels of people losing their jobs going through the roof and as I mentioned that last night a suicide of a friend of mine a friend of mine's friend well, luckily it wasn't a friend of mine because that would really upset me but I can see how devastated he is he, he's absolutely devastated because his friend couldn't get a job as a lawyer or a teacher because he refused to get the vaccine his wife had left him and he hung himself, you know. So these things happen, sadly. Anyone that's got life experience will know of someone that's couldn't handle life and did something, you know, gassed himself or hung himself. The worst thing you can possibly do to your friends and family, you're the one, you escape lightly. The rest of them suffer for the rest of their lives, particularly the people that find you. <clears throat> so don't do it. Go out and become a volunteer um, pre planter or go and feed the poor, you know, for a few years and get get your get over get your guilt or your find out that there's so many other people out there that have got a far worse life than you. And why would you want to kill yourself? You've got too much to offer. Too much to offer. Um too many people do it. And it's a fact, but anyway, I'll come back with something more interesting in a few seconds. Thank you. 
Would you like to support Fakeologist.com and all the content we're creating? We operate on the value for value principle, where you pay whatever you can for whatever value you feel you've received. We accept donations in almost every form from PayPal to Bitcoin. Please go to Fakeologist.com forward slash donate for your payment options. Thank you for your support. The stress of life and traveling about, working, selling olive oil, what a great thing to do. I did say how wonderful that was. If you're listening, mate, call in any time, any time. You're always welcome up this way and uh, chill out. Um, and relax and come back with a vengeance, as you will, for sure. And also, if anyone wants to go into the Rick and Rollo Discord, I think it's pretty easy to do. I'll put a link into the live stream show notes. Uh, if you want to look at recommended podcasters, Johnny's List and um, No Name, what's his name? Carolina's previous name. Um, a number of people are putting some really good shows in there, including myself. If you want to find a filter through the incredible amount of podcasts out there and find some good information, recommended podcast, Rick and Rollo, Discord, be told. Highly recommended. Plus, if you want to see Dave J's latest um, uh, stuff on the alchemical um, and uh, vibrational and uh, tones, he's doing some good stuff on there. Very good stuff. Highly recommended. Uh, shout out to Dave J. Uh, who else is there? Um, Resmut Jeff, he's always there, putting some good stuff, good music on there as well. And Johnny Come Lately is always playing music on both Discord of um, Fakeologist and our one. And I'm putting some good stuff too. If you like music, there's a heavy rock site, there's a uh, electronic music site, or this self-indulgent shit that you want to play, you can do it on there. Always welcome. Anyone's welcome. No problem over there. It's uh, say what you want. Except for Rollo, I've been deleting comments left, right and centre. He's had another rave about people today. I'm not going to say what uh, type they are, but uh, they were removed with vengeance because he can't help himself. He's got this little chip on his shoulder that people are different than him that he doesn't like. Well, that kind of shit doesn't happen over there. Uh, and it shouldn't happen anywhere as far as I'm concerned. You, you can find a, a site like, a, you know, whatever that guy, yeah. the bear, his followers are all bears or whatever. It's some good, good information, but he's another one that carries on a bit, you know, and uses insulting terms for other people, which I don't like. I mean, if you're not going to say it to their face, you're doing it online, fuck off. You know, be prepared to just say what you think in public and expect the consequences if you're going to do it in public. Most people won't do that. They'll just, you know, be keyboard warriors and push their hate because that's what a lot of it is, sadly, or their biases, you know, about people. I don't like it. I just want to say, I always say what I would say to you to your face, not to, uh, you know, insult you online from a distance, it's not fair, not fair, always 
my, my basis is never say anything that you're not prepared to get punched in the head for by the guy that's immediately next to you if you're saying it to his face. That's that's my uh, that's my internet rules, but that's probably because I'm older. I'm not one of those types that grew up with the internet and the bravery that people get when they start throwing insults at you. And I know if you say things like that to people in real life, bad things happen to your nose or other parts of your body. <clears throat> Don't do it. Just be nice, be cool, treat everyone equal, except for maybe. Um, the people that ran the COVID scam and those people, that, the politicians that ran that operation. I'm talking about Matt Hancock. Now, what a fucking, I'll use the word C-U-N-T, you know, cunt. You know, that's what he, and over here, you can become a, you, it can be used both ways. You can be a good one or a bad one. He's a cunt. Simple as that. And there he is, a man who literally giggled away as this old guy, William Shakespeare. I mean, work it out, folks. Work it out. William Shakespeare took a vaccine, the first vaccine in England, died a few weeks later. Matt Hancock was giggling away and the, the newscaster decided he, he could see that he was on camera. So he said, I can see you're upset, Matt. And so Matt pretends to start crying. Didn't look like he was crying. He was still laughing his head off. He's now trying to, I know, he successfully got on a show called I'm a Celebrity, Get Out of Here. So he doesn't consider himself a politician or a, or, you know, whatever. He's a celebrity now. That's the kind of ego psychopaths have. And Tony Blair, B. Liar, Tony Blair, he's a class example of that. You know, he could literally sign your whole family over to a death camp if they were opening him up. And then three weeks later, grin away and, you know, convincingly say they felt sorry for you and he made a mistake. Or, or, or it was probably rightly done like he did with Iraq after the Iraq debacle. Debacle. Um, Matt Hancock, what a cunt. That's what I'm going to say. Look at him on the news and that, that this, the smarmy, psychopathic grin that that guy does. This is horrific. Horrific. That's what people are like. That's what we're dealing with in real life. Psychopaths versus the empathetic, uh, empathy types like most people that should be listening to this. They have a thing about, you know, not doing the wrong thing to other people. These politicians, Kerry Chan, uh, Brad Health Hazard, Gladys Berejiklian, maybe not so much her. I think she probably had a bit of a empathetic streak to her. That's why they had to get rid of her. But uh, Kerry Chan and all these other ones, they just got up there and forced vaccines on the innocent babies, old people, etc. <clears throat> Are they killing people? I don't know. I know a lot of anecdotal evidence that people have had clots. Uh, no friends of mine have died. That's all I can say. But I still hear of people dying. What I do see, guaranteed, 100%, is what I would, and I probably agree with the term, vaccidents. People are just driven straight off the road in odd spots on the freeway. That's that's a thing. That is a thing. Why? I don't know. But um, I think there's a, there are certain things happening at this present stage. It's my conspiracy theory um, for the day. Now, what other shows have I been listening to this week? IPS, religiously. I shouldn't use that term, but uh, it's one of my favourites. Really good to listen to. He's all over the place, different subjects. Um, when he gets on a roll, 
and he starts, you know, bringing uh, coincidences and numbers and events. Fantastic. One of the best. Guaranteed. Really enjoyable. Even though he says that he doesn't believe. And it will, interestingly, so he has a background in embalming. <clears throat> Not the most normal background you can get. And he is pretty experienced with dead people. So he's going to be interviewing people. I don't know if it's going to be online that are uh, embalmers that are doing the um, first person, the people that come after the autopsies are done. And he's going to speak to them, hopefully get some good information. So I'll be interested in that, guaranteed. Um, what else I listen to? Uh, I listen to a couple of Alan Watts' older ones. Always interesting. I listened to Conspiracy who did a 20 to 30 minute thing on Fakeologists the other day. And uh, that was good. He certainly mentioned me. Highly complimentary too, I have to say. Why wouldn't he be? Why wouldn't he be? Um, what else? Uh, some of the recommended ones. There's some really deep stuff on, as I said, Rick and Rollo recommended podcast. There's a link there. There's no, you don't have to verify, voice verify or whatever. Just go on there and um, check out the stuff. Good stuff on there. Weird, there's a weird dreams side I put on there because I have some really weird dreams. And they always involve the color blue often. Uh, there's got to be a meaning there. Uh, of the, you can put your weird dreams because I think dreaming is very important to take notes of what you're dreaming about. I think there's a thing about our subconscious that the uh, the theosophers seem to be extremely well versed with. And that wonderful show that I've been recommending, The Alchemical Tech Revolution, Wayne McCroy, he's read from some incredible books by um, high-level theosophists from the 122 years ago. Uh, about how important dreams are and where we go when we're in this subconscious realm. Because we definitely, I do think we go somewhere when we're dreaming. I think everyone would agree with that. But if you have weird dreams, go on to Rick and Rollo, dream, put them in, put them in. Make sure you write them down or discuss them. If they, especially the, the, some of the ones I've had. I mean, I had one of the great ones. I, I was in a, this is just before the Ukraine war started in brackets, war, question mark. And um, I dreamt I was walking through this, what was like a, a fun fair, fairground, and there was all this military equipment everywhere. And I walked to the back of it, and I could see it was all just props. And I looked around, and I came up to this old lead-like glass mausoleum, I think it was, and it was all blue, deep blue glass. And I was looking at it, and then I probably woke up, but I wrote it down. But it was this color blue, which I keep having these dreams about, the color blue. What does it mean? You can go onto um, dream analysis sites and get a bit of an insight there. But uh, I think those of us that are aware and awake are getting messages. Basically, every time I look at a clock, it's 9 9-11, 11-9, 6-11, 3-11. I get that continuously every day, all day. And I just, now I've got to the point now, I just turn around and go, ha, when I see it and ignore it. It's something's going down. Something's going down. I don't know what it is, but um, those numbers keep popping up in my life. Be it my um, 
speedometer, be it, sorry, my odometer on my, my van. I'll look at it because you know, I always click the uh, trip meter down to zero and uh, I'll just look at it and it'll be 911 or 311. Every, not every time, but more, more, more often than not. Don't ask me what it means, but there's something going down. We're, we're definitely in this very interesting times, be told. Be told. I had a Jehovah's Witness bravely knock on my door and then I had to um, try and run after him after I went on about stuff for about half an hour and he had to back out. He go try to get out of the site, but I managed to um, get some good information into him and I, I was interested. He, the Jehovah's Witnesses refused to have blood transfusions, which now I can see is probably a good thing. Get, having someone else's blood stuck in you probably is toxic. <laughs> Sadly, unless you've lost all your blood through a major accident, but they've never taken blood transfusions. And they, he said, he he knew the vaccines was a bad thing. So there's a positive for the JWs. One positive, I gave them the same thing that I always give. That I've seen too many families broken up with their cult-like behaviour, and it's true. They do. Some of the exclusive brethren, they excommunicate their own children if they start, find a radio or a TV in the house to this day. Now, us fakeologists, uh, etc. types, would probably agree that having a TV or radio is not a good thing. Nothing coming off that ra- TV or radio is good, good for you, guaranteed. Do the exclusive brethren, the Jehovah's Witness, have something that we don't know about? Mm, maybe. So you can't say they're all that bad. Interesting. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. This is Palm Card Ken from abroad, and y'all are listening to Fakeologist Audio at fakeologist.com. That's good, that's good. You're listening to Fakeologist Audio on fakeologistaudio.com. No, you're listening to Fakeologist Audio on fakeologistaudio.com. Sorry. <laughs> now, at the risk of repeating myself, which I'm good at doing, last night I mentioned this is this is quite important if you think you've got people that understand you and are listening to you and understand your views. I have um, a fr- friend of mine that I've been well, I've known since my kids have been at school together since now going back. Um, 13 years, 12 years. <clears throat> He's a really interesting, not really nice guy. Ex-musician. There had been some really good alt bands back in the 90s. In the eight, early eight, late 80s and early 90s, Sydney alt bands, some good bands. He's up my way. He's a, what I would have to say, use the word QAnon type, or, you know, he believes that the white hats are doing this and that. And it kind of confirms to me that a lot of people that I know that I've spoken to over the years that I think possibly agree with me probably don't because I can, when he comes up to me and tells me everything's fine, don't panic, everything, he goes, you know, the white hats are sorting it out, the, it's all going to happen, just relax, chill out, do not be stressed with what's going on. And I, sometimes I'll, you know, say, well, I don't actually think that's the case. But most of the times I'll just kind of nod my head and, you know, I don't want to start a, you know, 
the debate. How many other people in your lives are doing the same thing to you when you tell them, you know, <laughs> no planes, <laughs> you know, WEF? <laughs> people could be just humouring you because they don't want to get into an argument with you. So, but you will know the, the ones, and I have luckily, luckily, a number of very uh, switched on people around me that, you know, we sit and have these amazing conversations and um, we understand each other. It doesn't matter how stupid that some of the things that I can come up with, they'll have the same kind of brain pattern that, you know, but, but will not think that I'm a lunatic. They're not just humoring. I know they're not just humoring me because I see the stuff they send to me and we have great discussions about it. <clears throat> um, but I do, there are a number of people and I'm, I do it with this guy. Sometimes I'll get with people bring Q and on up. I'll get confrontational with them a lot of the time because I don't know the fact. You know, for sure. But I'm just going by that it's an operation to make you just relax. Don't do anything. Don't get upset. Let, let it all go. When in actual fact, you're just being played as a, um, an idiot basically at the end of the day. If you think Donald Trump is coming to save you, I'm afraid I can't help you. I can't help you because he's not going to help you and I'm not going to help you either. Um, there's too much going down in our real lives. And I'm talking about this, uh, constant malmistus weaponization, uh, you know, that uh, you can see what's coming. It's quite obvious. We're going into a smart grid. Uh, we're going into technocracy. The same old players are still around, you know, Zbigniew Brzezinski, he's dead that we know of. And I'd say he is because he was in his nineties, but he's made sure Mika, Sika, Lika, and Krika, whatever his other four, three kids are named, but I know Mika's one, are all in place doing this shit. And that's what these intergenerational, uh, what we call intergenerational technocracy, intergenerational um, families using, you know, Fabian socialism, you know, 100-year plan, 200-year plan, 300-year plan. You know, slowly strangle the mass population. Uh, don't alarm them with too much. Just slowly get what you want. And if you get caught out, pull back and come back in another hundred years. That's how these people work. That's how they work. Um, and the Z- Brzezinski's a really good example. I mean, he, he was behind standing around most presidents back to Kennedy. He wrote his book Between Two Ages in 71 or 72 and then got a, as if the Rockefellers didn't know who he was anyway, but they took him on straight away anyway because he had the ideas. He, he worked out and he'd seen communism as positives and negatives and he worked out that the the uh, boot on face doesn't work and, and strangling people um, financially. They'll just create underground markets and they'll create um, black, uh, you know, uh, what was you call it? Yeah, and un- un- just underground markets, the um, the way to do things without being registered. He understood that, no, we needed te- electronic technocracy, no currency other than the same. He, he knew and he understood the the sound waves and vibration and the, the day, you know, he, you know, his book was full of, you know, we'll use radio wave signals, you know, uh, to monitor everyone. Depress them and make them happy. They knew they understood secondary signals on normal, um, 
on on top of a normal uh, FM signal or a microwave signal can create depression or happiness. So they were, they were pretty aware of that way back then. He was the front man for it. Now, his kids are all in place in media, big business, doing the same work their father wanted initially. Another uh, Kissinger fan, another Rockefeller fan. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, we, we don't think just because, you know, the, the, you're not seeing people drop dropping dead left, right and centre everywhere, that they could come, they could make another forced vaccination with a lot more toxic shit. And as you know, these mask-wearing imbeciles, and some of them might be in your family, but there's a lot roaming around still, will take it. And those useless leaders are gone. Gone. They don't need to round you up and put you in a camp because they already know how to get rid of the useless leaders. Just tell, put them on the news. You need to take this to be safe. And you need to report the people that you know that didn't take it. It's quite simple, and they're going to do it and are doing it. So we can debate flat earth, and we can debate um, uh, hollow earth, and we can debate um, all this other needless, uh, what is, uh, we call it, uh, chicken feed. This is fake. This is fake. That was fake. No one's here. No one's there. I'm telling you, the real, the real fist in the silk glove is coming, and that is just destruction of the family. No one, you, you can't trust anyone, and that's the way that they're trying to gear this thing. As though you're a danger to grandmother because you're not taking a vaccine, or you you, you might be a terrorist, you know, because you're, you you've mentioned that you didn't trust the government. You thought Kerry Champ was a, a bloke, which I do which I do. Um, I'm 40 years as a conspiracy theorist, but I haven't done a terrorist attack yet, and I don't think I'm likely to, so I'm quite happy to ring them up myself and let must give them my name and number and just say um, I am a conspiracy theorist. Uh, I don't think I'm a danger to you, but I just thought I'd like to give you my details just in case. <clears throat> I may well do that. Someone should do it live on air. Maybe we could do that. Rollo could do it. And he would do it. So... Stand, be be aware there could be some very good funny shows coming up soon. Anyway, I'm just going to wait a little bit more for the wonderful app. I also keep noting, no matter where I expose that my DB Cooper. They guided me with psychological operations. They guided me. With science! You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Mentioned it on um, IPS. No, n- no comments. No comments whatsoever. So basically, y- you can come up with all sorts of amazing things, but no one's going to give you a pat in the back if you're expecting it. Don't expect it. <clears throat> so do hard work, but you're not going to get rewarded other than your own um, instincts and your own. You know, you're on the right trail. That you know we're being conned left, right, and centre. I haven't listened to the, apparently Rollo was on about the John Le Bon coming on, having a 
bit of a rant the other day. I haven't listened to it. I, I tr- listened to some of it. It didn't appear to be him doing the show, though. It started off with someone else doing the show, but I haven't got through it all yet. Uh, I just tend to go with the recommended podcast on the Rick and Rollo show via Johnny's List and et cetera, et cetera, Resmut Jeff and Carolinas and whoever else shares them. Go on there and you'll find some really good stuff. I'm being attacked by mosquitoes. <laughs> Is this Mr. Bill Gates's, um, uh, fault? Could be. Could be. Cause we've had so much rain up till recently. And now we've got mosquitoes breeding everywhere. And you do know, Mr. Bill Gates and, uh, uh Rockefeller did register, uh, a few viruses or mosquito born bacteria back in the day. That I think could come and get the immune suppressed. Yes, they could. I am a conspiracy theorist. I'm being. I'm telling you, I've got mosquitoes everywhere, everywhere. Am I concerned? No. Um, I'll just you know drink some red wine and uh, hope they get alcohol poisoning. They would if they bit Rollo. Guaranteed. No one would bite that one. No one. No one. Maybe if Keith Richard was a um vampire, he might survive biting Rollo on the neck, possibly. Or Lemmy, if he was a vampire, but very few people would survive getting three bottles of vodka mainlined into your you know, mouth by sticking your teeth into their throat. Um, we'll just wait for Ab. I'll see if I can think of anything more interesting to bring up. Oh, that's the other person I keep forgetting to mention, Martha. Or Martha, Martha on the Rick and Rollo site from uh, Living in Scotland. Good stuff, man. You're a really good contributor. And uh, obviously, if anyone's prepared to listen to Rick and Rollo shows on the FART podcast back in the day, you obviously are a smart man. That's what I'm going to say. <coughs> or a patient man. Patient man. But yeah, you're doing some good stuff. I enjoy your um, input. Very good. Tick, 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 tick. Three stars out of three. Guaranteed. You're listening to Fair Colors Idea on faircolors.com. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Rick. 212. Two, 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 one, two. Morning, Rick. Rick, Rick, Rick. So, Rick. Is that you, Mr. Fakeologist? No. Good morning, yes, Mr. Mr. Fakeologist. Good morning, good morning. The time Mr. has changed. We are 16 hours apart now. Are oh, you muted? I can't hear you. Oh, really? I'm here. 2212. Tick, tick, tick. Did you mute me? I'm not muted. Two two one two 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 one two. Hello, Mr. Fakeologist. Good morning. Did that come through? It says you are muted, but I can't hear you. Oh, hang on. Should I just double check that I haven't got you muted somewhere? I am here. Are you there? I am here. Are you there? Can't hear a word. I hear you. 
No. <laughs> the wonderful the wonderful era of Discord issues. Can you hear me, Richard? Can't hear a thing. And you're definitely not muted on my end. Message me if you can hear me. Obviously, you can. I can hear you. You can't hear me. What a great setup. Hey folks, this is Alan, what's his name? And you're listening to Fake Holders Radio on Fake Holders dot com two two one two 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 can you hear me Richard could you hear me Rick hello Rick Okay, I got you. Can you hear me? Yep. Yep. What happened? We're, we all want to know. No idea. No idea. I was. I was Did there. You, I was. Like, oh, I could hear the. Oh, yeah, Did I, you I, change I, your I, volume? No, that wasn't my volume because I was. The, my ears were getting deafened by all the beeping and you signing out and signing back in again. And, oh, you could hear that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, but you just couldn't but, hear the voice. Yeah, so the best I left the thing room to do and is leave and, Yeah, that's the best thing. I was calling you, but you didn't even hear that. Mm-mm. I called you on the. No. I called you on the direct Discord. Yeah. Yep. You didn't, didn't hear that I, ringing. I, 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 no, I, I got a miss. But now I look at, I can see there was a missed call from you. But it, yeah, it didn't come through. I'm, bit, I'm at the same time. I'm trying to organise my. Youngest son's flying back. We, we were all supposed to go back to New Zealand for my uh, niece's wedding at the end of the month, and I'm trying to organise. Yeah, you didn't his. decide about that yet. Yeah, I have. No, I'm not going back. I, I can't afford it because it's a thousand dollars. You could almost fly to England or somewhere like that for that same price. Um, and uh, for three days, I want to go back. I've got a lot of family over there, so I, I don't want to go back for three days, and I, I can't take that time. At, that time of year is not good for me. But he wants to go back because he's promised her, his cousin he'd be there, which is nice of him. And his, his sister's, you know, my daughter's going to be there as well. But we're trying to find, I'm telling you now, things aren't as easy as they used to be when you're booking flights. You get, there's too many options. And back in the day, you'd ring up a travel agent and they'd do it for you. Now you've got the internet, which gives you, all these different options of you pay for. Uh, you can go on one airline and come back on another airline. 
which is probably good in some ways, but it's really complicated when you're trying to arrange times to meet, have someone there to pick you up. And so, yeah. you know, because he's, he's only 16, you know, it's not like he's an adult, really, but he's, anyway, he'll be right. But I'm kind of, I was in the middle of that while I was trying to get this sorted out. So that's why I was, I didn't use my logic and sign out and come back in again. Anyway. All right. How are you going? Okay. It's all, all right. Yeah. All good in uh, Canada? Yeah, the, the the moon came back up. Um, I said I was, I was. It's up right now. I'm looking at it as yeah. I speak. Mine's Three thirty degrees. Thirty degrees off the um, east yeah, western western uh, horizon here. Yeah, mine, I would up. say is forty uh, fifty degrees, maybe or forty forty five degrees on the north eastern. Direction. So, okay. I'm, I'm that's facing correct. North. Then, if you're, I guess yeah. that's okay. I think so. That that lines well, up. We got yeah. we got almost a full moon here. The yeah, I think it's the full a, blood moon is Tuesday. Yeah, it's about three quarters. You know, like it's fairly. Really? As it was rising, yeah. As it was rising, right. I thought it was pretty full. But now, looking in the sky, it's it's. You know, you're right. Actually, it's very close. It's it's say. Th- yeah, it's another quarter and it'll be full. So oh, you've yeah, got it's a quarter because it looks like a sphere. It looks like a circle to me. No, I don't see not, any not, missing not. pieces. There's a bit. I would have thought right today hand, was a full moon. The right hand side of it Tuesday. is slightly not round enough. Oh, you're listening to oh, Rick you've and got your, Maybe you have the Australian moon. Hi, this is John French. This is Mizum. Joe from Atlanta. Joe Mama. Gaia. I'm Buck Sherry. It's me. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. Okay. Uh, it's uh, October the 6th. Uh, no, sorry. November. November the 6th of the 11th month of November. We're, We're looking- pulling a roll over there. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, but I've been, I've been getting it right all night so far. But yeah, we, 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 Ab and I are both looking at the uh, full moon. He's in Canada. I'm in Australia. How does that happen? But it's happened again, live on air. Uh, yeah, and I'm so, yeah, you're right. It's about three quarters full, but it's not quite. I call really, it seven eighths full. It has to be. Right. It has to be more okay, than three quarters. Okay, it seven has eight. to be. No, you're right. Okay, In two seven. days, it'll be a full blood moon here. I think that's on yeah. um, the midterms, whatever they call it in the United I States. What a coincidence. Election. What a coincidence, Ab. On the 8th, on the 8th, it'll be the full moon. They don't do things unless these stars and planets and moons yeah. do their thing. Mm. And they're doing, yeah. they're doing it on the 8th. It's it's so obvious that they're planning everything on a sky clock, but we have picked up on, but we're being um, attacked left, right, and centre with censorship for sure. And you know, I think uh, uh, IPS. I can't listen to him now. I've had to go and find another what? podcast addict. You stopped yeah, listening no, to IPS? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm no. listening to it, but, but no, but I had to go and re- research for Infinite Plane Society. Oh, I think it yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So the last, got blown yeah, we'll off get, anchor. Yeah, and, and, and guess who the last show was he was talking to when he got blown off? It was your show. Me, me. Oh, yep, yep. no, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Can't blame him. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. yeah, it really was me. Okay, give me a sec here, Rick. Here we go. 
You're listening to Fake Allers Radio on fakeallers.com and you're listening to Ike and Ab discuss the wonderful World Economic Forum and how wonderful they all are and they're nice people, even though they look like uh, Bond villains, apparently, because I don't. Thank you, Klaus. Thank you, Klaus. And yes, you do look a Bond villain. Look like a Bond villain. Um, yeah, yeah, the moon's way in the sky. There's no clouds. There were some very suspicious ones, but they've blown away. Uh, swimming weather up mid-north coast today, guaranteed. And uh, hopefully I'll go for a swim tomorrow. Ab's just stepping out through work commitments, work commitments, but he'll be back. And we'll probably got, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I would say an hour of discussion or discourse on various t- subjects to follow. So I'll just mute. Okay, we're back. Thank you. Rick is booking his tickets. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, it's bloody expensive, but uh, so far so good. I just had to go and put some details in there, but he's because he's only sixteen. You can't just yeah. book a ticket. You've got to have parental, you know, numbers, and it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. But anyway, so far so good. So that's um, what a travel agent used to do. They did, and that's they're still around up where I am. There's still travel agents, but the two of them have gone bankrupt over the COVID thing, so they're gone. But there's still one active. Yeah. Um, and they they do they used to do the hard yards. They sit there and they tap away and this old green screen computer that they used to use to book airline flights. And now we can, if we're smart, do it all on our smartphone and um, tap away and. There's an industry that's gone as well, technically, you know, the old travel agent. Who needs them anymore? Under under 30s don't need them. They can find, using these websites like Trivago and Webjet, uh, get the best deal and tap, 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 press a button and use their credit card and bang, they're gone. Yeah, what you think is the best deal. Well, exactly. There's a scam going usually with um, all of those things. Is they work with these numbers all day. You you and I don't, so we don't know if we're getting a good deal. If you monitor something every day, you would know because that's your business. Yeah. Now in a way um, it probably yeah, go ahead. So did you speak have you spoken to Tiago in the last so No. No. (laughs) The conspiracy grows. Yeah, well, you know, it, well, m- maybe he got offended. Like we, we've got no more Marcus Allen after a boogeyman appeared and jumped up and down and carried on. Well, that happened before. Uh, Did it? Uh, mm. Yeah. Actually, that was uh, my daughter. That. Oh, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Don't blame boogeyman for that one. What was his fault? Yeah, maybe, maybe if we had your, your son on, he'd blow me away and I'd have to leave. You never know. No, no, no. He's, he, he's, he, he'd be, I think he's a, I think he's a, a closet fan of, you know, of the show. He's quietly impressed that I'm now chatting away to international people. He, he didn't think oh. it was going to be possible. Oh, yeah, no. He, he said, no, Dad, you ain't know how to do it. And one of his friends, when I first got on Discord, I heard him say, 
because I went and told them, I said, I'm on Discord now. And I, I walked out of the room and I heard this friend go, just let your dad think that he, just let him think that he knows what he's doing. Because they were laughing. They thought, nah, he's not going to know how to navigate Discord or computer gaming sites. But yes, he has six years, seven years later, he's still on there. Still on there. Yeah, you're excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're very consistent. One of the most consistent broadcasters on the Fakeologist Network. I, mean, oh, I'd say so, yeah. I, I, I would I'd definitely say so. And Rollo being one of the oldest consistent talkers, but he's hit that rock. He's hit rock bottom, I think, where he's, you know, he's, yeah. He, he's, he knows he's, yeah, he's, he's not capable of. Uh, well, no, sorry. We had great conversations on the phone, like, not recorded yeah. on any show. He called you yesterday, he, probably, right? He did. Uh, no, this morning I spoke to him for about uh, an hour and a half, and um, he was fine. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. But uh, I said to him, your, um, your, con- you know, the conversation uh, by the time you get to 6, a- 6 p.m. at night is not the same one that we're having now because you're not sleep because he's not sleeping. This, this is the thing. He's not only is he drinking the, hitting uh, the third bottle, he doesn't sleep. And uh, by 6 p.m. at night, when we're, we're fresh and ready to go and have a good chat, or, you know, seven or whatever it was, he's an absolutely muted brain wise. You know, his brain is not connected to the, uh, his fingers or his um, vocal cords. And uh, yeah. it's not working. It's not working. And uh, we just, Anyway, that's that's a subject for another another time. But um, are you? I'm just looking at um, local goings on here, and from what I can see, apart from medical centres and places where the old people are, the, the masks are very very minimal, and it appears to be no such thing as a problem called COVID anymore here. It's, well, uh, what's going on here is they call it RSV. Which is respiratory something virus. So all right. the ch- they say the children are getting it, the virus, and they say mm-hmm. the children's hospitals are so full that the children have to go to regular hospitals, ICUs. So that's really? the story I'm hearing here. Mm. And um, the No Agenda show, which I listened to, and they must have yep. raked in, by Adam, the way, tens Adam of thousands Curry. of dollars. Adam Curry, yeah. right? They just had their yeah. 1500th show, and I'm well, jealous. Well, if you were in, you're, you're getting close, you're, you're getting you're getting close. Oh, I know, but you should hear the donations. They spent two hours just reading all the people that gave them mm. hundreds of dollars. Yeah. So my oh, goodness, it's incredible. Yeah, I've heard them, I've heard them reading that. Dollars. Yeah, they really are raking in some serious cash. No doubt about it. Oh yes, oh yes. I've never heard anything like it. Actually, it was actually quite boring listening to them just read off 500, 500, 500, 500. So crazy. But they were saying that Australia is getting something different in their news where North America is getting this RSV thing, especially children. I think Australia is getting some other thing affecting their hospitals. I can't remember what they said, though. You would know, maybe. Well, apparently, no, that, well, there's a new variant that they've discovered that is not responding to vaccines. That's that's a, oh, what, you've what's got a on variant. The, yeah, we've got, oh, a variant, got a variant. Yeah, yeah. So that's what All we're right. going to use for, for whatever. And I, I have to, I, I keep reiterating this one. I am definitely seeing odd um, uh, 
police tape on the side of road where cars have gone straight off the side of the road uh, on freeways. Wow. And the other day you think I was the driver driving, just passed out. Could be. Well, that's what it looks like to me. And then t- t- uh, last week, uh, I think it was last week or the week before, I drove back to Sydney, and there was two ambulances with their lights flashing, two cop cars, and one truck. And they had the driver of the truck on a stretcher on the on the road in the middle of the road. So the, dr- the truck driver hadn't had an accident, but he was getting serious medical attention. And I know for a fact that if you're a driver over here, you had to have been vaccinated to do um, long-haul interstate driving. No excuses. No excuses. It was compulsory. Um, So was this another heart attack slash clot story? I don't know. But uh, there was definitely an incident and no other cars involved and lots of you know, emergency vehicles around a guy lying on the road that I saw when I drove past. So, yeah, uh, it's hard to tell, but if you see yeah. more of it, then nah, you well, can I haven't seen it before. To- I haven't seen that before. I've never seen a. Um, normally, there's a truck has a crash and there's you know two cars smashed to pieces next to it and etc. But this driver's obviously rang an ambulance as he was driving and had issues and yeah. um, was getting treated for. Now, I must say this, truck driving, because we've got shortages of staff everywhere, they're recruiting people of any age. So this guy could have been in his 80s driving a truck. And, um, <laughs> That's funny. That's I, I, crazy. I, I kid you not. I, I had a bus driver driving, because we have, when the trains get shut down here, which is quite frequently, you get taken up by uh uh, you know, like a, co- a coach, motor coach. And the drivers are way, at least my father's age, you know, which is 80. Oh, that's too yeah. old. I'd be afraid mm. being driven around by an 80-year-old. No offense. Yeah, well, I know that's ages. No, no, but still, you, got, no, you, don't have your, you don't have your reflexes. You don't oh. have your sight. You don't have your reflexes. You don't have any well, of those things just, you need. Let's just say this. They're not too fussy about who they get to drive their coaches. When you know, because when a, when a railway yeah. shuts down for a weekend, they have to bring in like ten to fifteen coaches to, you know, each each train possibly has three coaches to replace it, and there's three trains per day, so that's nine coaches needed, nine coach drivers, and the railways are paying for it, so that th- these coach companies need three drivers, and I'm I don't think they're that fussy about who they're employing. In my books, I think they're just taking anyone with a HD license and a um, any age. I don't think there's an age limit for driving. Maybe ninety might be too old, but these <laughs> guys, these these guys were definitely old. You know, I shouldn't be ageist, yeah. but I am. Well, you have to be. That you're being realistic when you hit a certain age. Oh, things just don't work. Pretty no. simple. And eyesight and reactions uh, on eighty something year old is not as good as they were guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah, but getting back to IPS, getting mm. back to IPS. Yeah, he's off that. Uh, I just deleted that stream off my phone. Um, he there when you're on Odyssey. Odyssey is a video platform. They have feeds, so you can feed your if, if you're able to. It might be tricky for you with Apple yeah. uh, iTunes, but you can feed a uh, RSS feed from Odyssey into your favorite player. Yep. And it will bring in the video. You can actually 
download the video automatically onto your player so you can yep. see and hear. That's what well, I've that's done. What, uh, well, it's funny, funny you should say that because when I've filmed, because you know, you're listening break, to that. Rick and Roll. After the break. Rick and Roll. Hi, this is Heroes. Purple Play. So where'd it go now? I'm really quite the Aspirian. For science. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. The wonderful voice of Vast Value and a lot of other people, obviously, there. And uh, we're listening to Rick and Ab on uh, the October, uh, sorry, November the, <laughs> there I go again, November the 6th, 2022. And we're just discussing ageism and uh, driving and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I, I yeah, so you can bring that in. I know you use yeah. iTunes, but there are other oh, yeah, podcasts, yeah. 2.0 apps yeah, no, well, no, well, that you like, might so want to try, like. Yeah. yeah. Well, interestingly, interestingly, so I'm still using uh, Podcast Addict that got. Uh, oh, no, you are. It, uh, ben Wire was the one that said use that. You reckon? That oh, was the yeah, best. you are. So you are using an Android. I am. I am. I am. Oh, and, good. Um, okay. Yeah. Now, I can share that so, link with you. Yeah, okay. Well, when I when I downloaded the new Infinite Plane Society show. When I play it, it actually comes out with a full screen of, like his live screen, you know, with, where he's sharing screens and stuff like that. It's not a podcast. Oh, so you are getting the video. So you're getting, I'm getting the, the video. video. Okay, you're getting yeah. it. But you're yeah. good. Okay, yeah, it's better anyway. It is, okay, but it good. uses up way more battery instead of just being an audio. It's yeah. <laughs> screw, yeah. Yeah, and so I have to keep my phone plugged in because the one I'm using is absolutely... Well, it's not oh, not the best. And hey, sir, uh, you yeah, can so. turn the screen off while it's playing, can't you? Mm, not not as far as I know, because but but maybe I can. Yeah, I haven't can. figured that. But yeah, I'll, you can I'll turn the out. screen off. Yeah, yeah. or maybe Podcast I'll do that. Addict, Android. You can turn the screen off, so that will help. Mm. But anyway, he's doing. He's been doing some. Yeah, he's no fantastic. He's uh, very good. Ten out of ten. Listen to the last three shows. Um, yeah, I'm I'm behind again. Very good. Oh, I'm a few days on, yeah, they're on. They're on the. Um, what was the latest one? It was um, basically the. Uh, yeah, the hammer. You know the the, the old. Now <laughs> Pelosi has Paul Pelosi and this bloke that he's clearly a. Uh, Bringing strange men home at night time while his wife's out, and who blames him? And as one of the, one of the shows I listened to, uh, Rebel Moon, he said, he "Goes, he goes, have you seen Nancy's face? He goes, no wonder his husband's turned to a puff. You know, he, he's completely yeah." Just but I think the whole story is fake. Oh, I'm the is. opposite. The whole thing is just another distraction story. Personally, it's oh, beyond yeah. ridiculous. Well, well, guaranteed. But according to the neighbours and the guy's ex-wife, you know, he wasn't actually a right-wing extremist. He was just a, uh, you know, he, he was a nude protester. He did nude protests. And oh the neighbors, man, that's the whole the, thing the, is bull, baloney. Yeah. Well, do you think the guy's even think, real? I don't think so. Well, all I know is all these politicians and their husbands all tend to be all a bit. Um, Deviant. That's my experience over the years, and it wouldn't surprise me. Well, if you got to be very narcissistic, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. If, you, if her husband if was she's that been way, doing it for too long. Yeah, she's and been doing husband, it for too long. Her her father was a very big, uh, what would you call it, uh, underworld type back in the day, you know, in, the, in the docks and um, whatever the area that they the Pelosi's grew up. He was a he was a gangster. He ran the docks. He was like a heavyweight on the the docks. So her, her father, and this is typical about a lot of politicians and that, and underworld figures. They they come up from nothing. They make a lot of money. They put their kids into private schools, encourage them to be lawyers and politicians, and it's like the Godfather all over again, really. And Nancy's father yeah. was a um, apparently a heavyweight um, gangster back in the day. Can't remember his name, but um, yeah, that, I believe that too. You know, there's no, no doubt about it. She is so scary looking, though. I mean, really. Remember her taking just the knee? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I saw that picture of her taking the knee, which is a straight out some kind of symbolism, Masonic ceremony, or whatever. Uh, and she's got this battered old knee coming out of her old frock that she's wearing, and a. You know, she approaches the White House and apparently was it Paul Pelosi was one of the cameramen or he was there filming the, uh, the one six or six one or whatever they call it insurrection. He, he was involved with that. Oh, really? All right. Give me a mm. second. All good. We had some big global warming on the weather yesterday here in, uh, Southern Ontario, on the North Shore of Lake Ontario, it was 27 with the humidity. Wow. Wow. That's like a, yeah, that's 14, warm. 14 more than it should be. That's pretty cool. Well, pretty, we've, got the, pretty enjoyable. we've got the exact opposite. It was like 15. Uh, I've had my, at least one or two sons have a, a, a gas heater on in the room before school. And okay. in, in November is unheard of. And like, I'm, I took my uh, thicker blanket off my bed last week, and I'm quite cold at night. And again, it's unseasonably cold. That's all I can say. Oh, so you sent your cold. heat to us. Thank you. <laughs> well, you're welcome. You're welcome, and enjoy it. But uh, to be honest, I actually prefer. It's like sleeping at night time. I'd rather it be cold than hot. And yeah, I am well, getting attacked. On, there are mosquitoes everywhere though tonight, which is not, which is very annoying. But um, yeah, no, it's look, look, it's it's just chaos everywhere. Basically, weather-wise, um, I wouldn't call it chaos. I just call it nice weather. But uh, no, well, for you, for you, for you, it's nice. But here, I, I'll expect to be at the beach swimming at this time of year every day. And um, oh, oh, wow, yeah. But not 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 so not so. Am I coming through okay? Because I'm in a room that I normally wouldn't get reception in. Perfectly, perfectly. Oh, good. There you go. There you go. No issues so, at all. I, I, you know, I'd let you know. Yeah, you would, of course. So, um, did uh, John LeBon and Frank sort it out? I hadn't caught up on the situation, but um, no, I very, don't know. Well, apparently. He's been doing sh- shows, and um, I'm not sure if they're still related to Frank, but um, Rollo was saying he enjoyed whatever show JLB did, um, I think on Thursday or Friday. 
Oh, I yeah, I was kind of cutting out of it on his on that show. There's I some thought, there's some problem so. with something. Yeah, I thought so because when I did listen to it, I couldn't. It was like dropping in and out, and I thought it was my phone. It was choppy, yeah. No, really it was chopped. choppy, and I tried yeah. to fix it, but uh, it took me forever to find the backup audio, and I haven't fixed it yet. Then he released it on a YouTube video, so now he's already used the audio. So I'm probably not gonna. Maybe if I get time. There's been so many audios to keep up with. And, oh yeah. Uh, te- technically, I'm behind. There's a lot to do. Uh, Vela said oh. he used to be around to help, but now he's gone. And well, for, now, um, for now, for now, for now, for now, I'm sure he'll be back for sure. Yeah, I think so. That's okay. See, when when you have volunteers, you can't really ask for much. So I know, absolutely. Uh, and and I take and I do understand when a volunteer, you know, get, gets upset when they're not actually getting financially rewarded by anything, and they. They're not happy about you yeah. know someone else taking over something else, and totally understandable. Yeah, that's and what happens. That's what happens. Yeah, you got to look at the long picture. <laughs> the long picture of um here, for instance, you know, at, right now, at this present stage, if you go into Fakeholders uh, Discord, you're going to see some of the main people that have been around since um, day dot are still there. You know, um, uh. SMJ, um, uh, JLB, Gaia. Um, yeah. They're still there, you know, well, they're back. They go and they come back. I believe in consistency. I, I, I refuse to leave a place under the basis of, okay. you know, a, a minor issue. A minor issue that yeah. you might, you know, what's the point, really, at the I end of the day? I media came back for the 15th time. People are like cats. They keep coming back. Well, even JLB said he. One of I remember hearing him saying, "I need to stop listening to folkologists, and I need to, you know, he's closing his site down. He wasn't going to do this and do that. He's back. They can't help it. They always have to keep coming back. So what I say in my logic is, why leave? Why leave? Exactly. Hang around and uh, you don't need to. You don't well, need to. Be, makes you leave sometimes when it shuts down. Oh, yes, they do. Oh, yes, they do. But oh, yeah, uh, I assume I haven't been on the main site, but Rachel was doing some great stuff. She actually turned up on the Rick and Rollo. Um, oh, nice. uh, yeah, and I know she. I think she might be on the Discord. I'm not sure on the Focolders Discord, but she was doing. She's always good. She's always really consistent with her. Um, Research,yeah,she's on the forums,fakeologist.com/forums/slash/forums/too.yeah,that's what that's what I'm talking about.yeah,yeah,yeah,she's over on the forums,so make sure anyone who wants to and I'll thanks to Nick W.Nick Nick
underneath the main city of Edinburgh, there's another city underneath that city. Um, uh, why? Don't ask me why, but it's there. It's there. It's so really interesting. I, I hope he comes on and does a talk about uh, buried Edinburgh. Buried Edinburgh. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Nick W., thanks a lot. He's been commenting a lot. The comments on fakeologist.com are going off the charts. Mostly Napoleon, of course, with his Star Wars stuff. <laughs> but, uh, well, listen, yeah. Yeah, speaking, of, speaking of consistent old gangster uh, types, Napoleon yeah. Wilson. He's um, his his brain is being utilised on the right place. That's a fake holders disc. Uh, sorry, fake holders main site, and apparently on the Telegram. And Telegram. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you go on Telegram? I, no, I don't. But I do believe I've you know I've seen people shared stuff, and uh, he he's been there commenting away. So good on him. Always enjoy his input, and it was wonderful to see Tom D came back. Um, and he's, and he was drunk though. No surprise. Well, what, what, and why wouldn't you be? He just managed to keep his job after he was threatened with being unemployed for the the rest of his life for not being vaccinated. But yeah, he came onto it. He was on the Rick and Rollo thing, and he was posting bits and pieces, and he'd had a few. Oh, and wow. why not? And why not? Yeah, yeah, it was good. Good, good to see. Uh, I, how I do, just, how was, do people get to the Rick and Roller server? They probably want to know. It, well, I put it onto an invite onto the live stream notes, but I th- people just seem to arrive there that I don't invite anyone. They must be able to look it up and just because you don't need to be verified or vetted to get get on there. You just need to turn up and waltz in. And um, the only person that's been censored on that site is Rollo. <laughs> He, he's the wow. only one that gets it. Yeah, no, no one else so far. Who censored him? Me. Who else? Uh, oh, okay. who, else you, who else do you think? Who else do you think? Because it's your, no it's your server. Okay. Mm. You know, it'll, it'll be fine for days on end, and then it'll, tonight I flicked it over, and there was this the usual fucking attack on. People of various, you know, yeah. say, um, yeah, uh, whatever. He can't help himself. He can't, he can't himself. So I, I just press delete, 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 delete. I don't kick him off, but uh, it, it's on the cards if he carries on like that. Um, he, well, better he just there on your on your site than mine, so it's better. No, that's what I said, and I've and I've said to people if you if you if you've got your views. You, well, you're not going to get away with that on your site, guaranteed. But um, I just said there's no censorship here unless you start carrying on like Rollo does. Then he may, might be the main, you know, 50% of the uh, title of the show, but he can't get away with carrying on like that on, over there. I don't call like, it censorship. I call it moderation. Moderation, exactly. <clears throat> Quite right. You have to 100%. moderate a site. And it's a full-time job. Wild Times yep. and DB user can explain that to you. If if there wasn't moderation on even like something like Twitter, it would be nothing but garbage. We know that yep. there's bots, there's spammers. The spammers yep. have been around the internet since day one. Yep. You need Throwing. someone to moderate. Now, sometimes yep. you're going to get political moderation. And 
I don't understand why people are so upset about it. If you don't like the moderation, you can start your own site. There's no moderation of the internet yet, but there is on individual sites. And Twitter is a private company. Mm -hmm. They can moderate and censor all they like. Why do people think Twitter owes them anything? I don't get it. Yeah. And guess, so Twitter has admitted they're going to bring in um, people of um, various groups to do their moderating for them. And those groups will be the ADL, the uh, you know BLM or you know, extreme fringe groups are going to be doing moderation on Twitter. So I would get off that platform full stop. I don't use it. I've never been on it. I have never used it whatsoever. I do believe uh, yeah, I've IPS. been on it a lot. I, I, I spent a lot of time on it, probably too much. Because yeah, well, it's got so the right. biggest mm. quantity of different bad. voices I've ever seen. Yeah. And... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, apparently like Elon. It it's, apparently yeah. he's he's running it now. I don't believe that myself, but um, he's got something to do. With it. And it was him that posted this um, a post that said that you know we're going to be using moderators from all the different fringe groups to, to make it fair well, the for main everybody. Thing that he's doing is he wants people to pay to get a blue check mark. When the blue check mark, the whole purpose was to avoid impersonation, mainly of people like Trump, because people yeah. were impersonating him left, right, and center. And well, everyone what's else. Gonna ha- what, what, what's going to happen is he's going to make people pay after the You're break. After the break. Rick and roll. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. What he's going to do is make people pay for their identification. Yeah. He's already got this idea where it's $8 a month to get a blue check mark. Well, what is a blue check mark? It just means you've been authenticated, which yeah. means you're going to have to send in your ID to prove that you're you. You're the person. So exactly. He's making people pay to ID themselves. And the other yeah. thing is no agenda. I think these guys are more on track with what Elon wants to do. Elon or whoever's behind him has the domain x.com. Just yeah. the letter x.com. Any single letter plus.com is very, very valuable in the internet world. Oh, yeah. And he says that he wants to turn that into a WeChat application like in China, which has got finances attached. It's got chatting. It's got everything. It's a one-stop website slash app. Yeah. And like all rich people, they only get rich for one thing, and that's either stealing from the government, which awesome. is you and me, or banking, getting banking. a piece of every single transaction yeah. known to man. Yeah. So that's what he wants to do. If he can facilitate transactions and make even a penny a transaction, he's going to be, that company will make zillions of dollars. Yeah, for sure. So would you pay $8 to get a blue check mark every month? Like, I sure wouldn't. <laughs> no, so I'm not going that to. That means I wouldn't be on there. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, all a scam. So that's what's going to happen. So he's yeah, no friend. He's just taking it. He's just getting to the same place, digital IDs for the internet, 
Did you see his? Did you see the out, the outfit he wore for the um, what was it called? Um, uh, Halloween. Halloween thing, you know, this blood red thing. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. The guy's a. He's, he's no good. No. He told. Guaranteed. 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 His his whole persona, though, is totally stage managed. <laughs> what he originally looked like um, 12 years ago, he had hardly any hair. He was this frumpy looking guy. And next thing you know, he's just kind of muddled up with a full head of hair and an Iron Man suit. And you know very well that, you know, Iron Man, the movie, that, that um, what's his name, the actor that played Iron Man? Robert Downey Jr. Downey Jr. went and, went and spent time and watched him and listened to him and, you know, that, modeled his old character on Elon Musk by his own admission. Oh, really? You think so? Oh, yeah, well, that's okay. what he said. That's, that's what he said. That, that's yeah. what... Uh, Danny Jr. said, and um, you've got this whole red Mars. I mean, it's, there's so much deeper stuff. Now, what what I'm more concerned with, are they deliberately putting this esoteric um, stuff to hijack, you know, the free thinkers into wasting their time looking at all these cryptical analogies and numbers and, you know, uh, you know uh, Kabbalah-type stuff? To basically just waste your time debating and yeah, arguing. Well, yeah, well, I think they do. And I, I go back to what's his name, <laughs> um, who spent sixty years. He's, he only died a couple of years ago, but he he, he was it was on about the JFK thing nonstop for sixty years, basically. Um, what's his name? Uh, one of the uh, characters that been thrown at us as uh, truthers. Oh, Fetzer has been on. Fetzer, Fetzer. I'm talking about James Fetzer, yep. So he has spent, sorry, he spent 50-something years of his life debating and arguing the JFK thing and wasting his time rather than just pointing out what the United Nations is up to in your own street. That's true. That's true. That's true. That is so true. And that's why I think there's so much of this, you know, this... Chicken feet, well, it's chicken feet, but you know, the, you know flat earth, um, uh, you know, gematria. Nowhere. Um, it gets you nowhere, cause, but it's it's interesting. Yeah. And, it, and it, it, it attracts the people like myself and yourself that have got a brain to see that there's something going on. And we yeah. look over in there and we join these sites and look into and we sit there debating all this bullshit. But while we're wasting our time, they're simply bringing in the agenda that they always said they were going to bring in by the, um, yeah. the uh, you know, uh, the technocracy and uh, the uh, um, <clears throat> Fabian network, the Fabian socials. Hmm. Simple, the same things that H.G. Wills wrote about as coming up have happened. Same with the, uh, same, you know, all his offsiders, you know, the... Um, uh, you know, the Brzezinski and um, all these other technocrats that, 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 you know, cleverly said all this stuff. Instead of, you, all you need to do is focus on those. Uh, there's a couple of, <laughs> Carol Quigley's book and Zebney Brzezinski's book basically will give you the outline of how they're going to bring it in and take over. But we were 
given so many rabbit holes to go down. And Flat Earth in 2015, I think it turned up around 2015 when it absolutely took oh, over. Yeah, that's great. It that's sucked. Great. And, and then we've got Mandela effect and we've got, you know, um, the, the, you know, the moon's not a real thing and we've got, the, you know, the space is fake. We've got the, the Earth's, a, you know, banana. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but but how does that affect your um, business? How does that affect your day-to-day life? How does it affect your yeah, bills? You're right. getting Nothing. It does not affect it whatsoever. But what does affect it is the climate scam. And, uh, you know, yeah. um, so, you know, we've been fed chicken feed to have us clucking around, joining up all these groups and loudly debating religion. There's, you know, you got Jay Dye going on about, um, uh, you know, orthodoxy versus the Catholic system. We've got, you know, fights left, right and centre online between, you know, supposed truthers, you know, arguing about various things. But the real agenda just ticked away and has come in. 100%. And that New Zealand um, video that I watched uh, with horror the other night confirmed everything I thought. They've already done it. You've been reset. The reset already happened. It's all over. You know, they've got the power. They've got the influence. It's it's there. But you're busily arguing with some guy over their religion, their view of the shape of the earth, Um whether um, meteors are real, whether, you know, it's just, it's just, yes, it may be an interesting subject that you're arguing about, but um, at the end of the line, your life's going to change irreparably. And I'm paying, uh, you know, $70 more to fill a tank of diesel up. And they blame Putin. And people accept that. It's just unbelievable. And, and that, the, it's it's going to be so expensive to eat red meat and yeah, always Putin, 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 eh? <laughs> Guaranteed. So I'm really cynical now about uh, a lot of subjects that are on fakeologists, a lot of IPS, whatever. I just think you, you just you, you, yes, it's an interesting subject. Yes, you know, the, you know, there might be a he that's a she. Well, we're not talking about football or uh, sports. We're talking about something else. So it is enter- it is conspiratainment. I think IPS has got it right. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I think he's right in a lot oh, of ways. No, no, yeah, absolutely. Oh, no, that's why I keep plugging his show. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. Uh, I wouldn't dare plug a show that I thought was damaging anyone. I think it, he's doing some great stuff, and he's doing a thing. He's, to- he's, he's totally doing- harmless too. Mm. I think it's well, harmless. He, well, well, he's ringing up. But why he's, he's banned? Gonna- I don't know. I think it's because he is over the target that you know you've been conned, yeah. and it's only a it's only a it's only a very easy switch to get to where I'm saying now that all these subjects you've been given, yes, they may be true, but they're not going to affect your life or make any difference to you whatsoever. Whether you manage to convince your you know your your brother that the, the moon landings were fake and or that there's no such thing as space. What really does affect you is that you're um that they're going to tax the fuck out of your property. They're going to bring in the the uh, which I and I do believe this is the big one is the uh, United Nations DRIPS um thing that they're going to take it off you by giving the land back to the original inher- people that lived there and tax you 
off your land to pay reparations for something that you didn't do 150, 200 years ago. And that's... um. Yeah, I think they're doing that already. I think the, a model oh, yeah. country that they're already doing that in is South Africa. Have you oh. ever... Uh, yep. I just listened to a, a, a Boer yep. descendant who yep. came to Africa. Canada. He was explaining... No, Bo- no, that's what I was mixed up with. It. He said there's Boer. three type of whites in... Well, the boar South of the Africa. duck. The, the, the boar bo- bo- no, of the duck. No, he said there's the British. He says there's the British, the Afrikaans, and the boars. And, and I didn't wait. I haven't had a chance to understand what the difference is, but he's a boar. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. Like they're the most persecuted white. So there's three of them. Three of you know that? No, I didn't know that. But I, I do. I, I'm into the subject, and I do. And I do have a couple of great South African clients that I actually have interesting discussions with. That I look on their bookshelves and I see the history of South Africa, that from the South African point of view on their shelves. So I know that they're into it. And again, we go to the Milner Group here. Alan Watt Milner, you know the, the stuff he brought up about how they took South Africa over, split it down the middle, and created you know many different versions of each other and created division in, in, in one, one giant. Yeah. The guy that was on said there's three white, three type of whites and 21 black tribes in South Africa. Yeah, that'd so be right. There's, there's enough division there. to. And he said right if now you, it's just being looted by the uh, black communists. They're just yeah. looting the place. Yeah. Yeah. All they do is they're just accumulating as much wealth as possible and taking it offshore. So that's what's happening yeah. in South Africa. It's being held together by a string. Yeah. I agree. Right I agree. And so there's so many South Africans that have migrated here. It's not funny. You know, they've got the hell out of it because it's they've lost their farms and you know you've yeah. had the Mandela Mandela's operation which was basically the um uh, an operation like, yeah, but run by Britain, guaranteed. And and world yeah, one, one of the one of the biggest players of the South African scam after Milner was um, Prince Philip's WWF, and I was into uh, WEF. Oh, WWF World Wildlife Fund. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. They so what they did is they organised vast tracts of Africa to be included as a nature reserves. And then they said, well, we need to send in uh, the army to stop poachers. That was the excuse. The poachers, it was run by um, the guy that founded the, uh, David Sterling, who founded the, the Special Air Service in 1941. He ran the operation that went into Africa. And I believe that the code name was Keeny Meeny, Keeny Meeny, and it was uh, an operation supposedly to stop poachers poaching uh, tusks of elephants and rhino tusks. But what they ended up doing is what they were doing over there was training up counterinsurgency, a third wave. So that instead of um, ANC versus the you know uh, the establishment. There was a third wave going in there and attacking the, the, the Zulus were getting a 
attacked by these the third wave, and the third wave was leaving calling cards of the ANC. You know, we shot up your village and taken this and taken that. They'd leave a calling card from the ANC. They could then go and attack the ANC, the African National Congress, popular tribes, and just create fighting between each other. And I think that's going on right now in um, Ukraine. There's a third wave of mercenaries in there that are funded by, I would say, yeah, WEF or um, NATO or oh, whatever. Sorry, same thing, third wave, yeah, and you're right. And they're going and creating trouble for both sides, the Russians and the Ukrainians, and blaming it on each other. And maybe they are massacring people. I've got no idea, but I I really do suspect, and I've worked with a number of mercenaries in the uh, 80s or 90s that all said they went over to Africa and they trained up um, tribesmen how to, one of them, just, he, he calls it, he said to me, I trained monkeys how to shoot bananas off trees or, or can I, coconuts off trees. That's the way he described what he did. <laughs> wow. And, yeah, and they were bragging that they were getting paid back then $500 a week cash to train up young army-aged guys to go and do counterinsurgency attacks on other people. <clears throat> so it's a scam. And... It, it creates fights between the two major parties when you create a third mysterious wave that's going around and causing trouble between those two and making those two fight each other more. So it's a thing for sure. Uh, yeah. Like a hidden hand. Well, a hidden, well, it is a hidden hand. And that's Prince Philip, who's now apparently dead. And I would say he is. He was 98 or 99. Yeah, he probably <laughs> is. He was in charge of the WWF, and they've they've now taken over vast tracts of Australia. So you cannot even go on to national parkland and um, stop, uh, remediate it for for you know burn off and stop it for burning. You know, it's the World Wildlife Fund has taken over via this whole David Attenborough, David Suzuki, whatever frontman yeah. that you you can name. That were running these operations. By the way, talking about that South Africa, I watch a pretty good Germ. Germ, um, he's another podcaster, vodcaster from South Africa. Mm-hmm. You might like him. And uh, he was interviewing a game warden type dude from Rhodesia. And he was just explaining how. The uh, the elephants have overrun one of the largest game parks in Rhodesia because they're not allowing anyone to call the herd. So what's happened is the herd has taken over and denuded the entire forest. So they're going to end up dying because they've eaten all the trees and all the bark off the trees. So, you know, he said there is... There is a role for culling in any ecosystem. Well, so he said if you did it correctly, we should be culling the elephants so they don't yep. suicide themselves. Yeah. Well, get well. So I was uh, back in the eighties. I was very interested in um, the um, what's his name, the American guy that got jailed for tax evasion. Uh, the um, 
No, he was a <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about the. He was a kind of a right wing Larouche, La, La Lyndon Larouche. La, 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 oh, Larouche, right? Yeah, yeah. I've still got. To That's the only thing they could get the guy on. Forget all his great ideas. They get him on some BS. Typical, yeah, typical, typical. Yeah, so here the Executive Intelligence Review (EIR). And I used to read their brochures and have, and I've still got to this day a number of old pamphlets and magazines from the EIR. They expose Prince Philip as being running. Um, so going back to what I was saying before, they sent the special air service via David Sterling into Africa supposedly to stop poaching. They ended up getting caught officially. As doing as running poaching operations because these guys were mercenaries and they were they suddenly worked out you know we can make more money out of the poaching than we can out of um, stopping poaching so they were running poaching they were also training mercenaries they were doing all this duplicitous um, mercenary work I have two or three good very good friends that worked for that operation that backed up everything that I. I'm telling you now that that's what they were doing uh, in Africa, training mercenaries, running poaching operations, and this and that. And uh, that's Prince Philip was in charge of that whole operation, so he knew what he was doing. And, and they they understand th their methods are wh whatever they tell you they're doing. Just do the opposite, or go go with the opposite. You're listening to Rick and Art. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hey guys, it's Harry L here from Melbourne, Australia, and you're listening to Fakeologist Radio on fakeologist.com. Wow, Harry L, old voice from the past, that one. I assume he's, I think he's a JLB. Ex JLB yeah, guy. That's right. uh, he popped Once up a few more, times. Shout out to the Aussies. So <laughs> many of them. Well, I'll tell you now, yeah. by, by coincidence, eerie coincidence, I was driving up the freeway the other day and a, a ute passed me with Queensland plates and it had Dead Kelly written on the back of the ute. And I was thinking, what if that's Dead Kelly from Queensland that is on fakeholders.com and I think Jay will be as well. <laughs> it's very odd to see a car yeah, with Dead I Kelly. Written. I forget what that even means. Well, Ned Kelly was a famous, um, you know, figurehead for, you know, whatever um, back in the day over here. <laughs> but um, I, I was wondering if that was him. But I think actually Dead Kelly spelled his name D-E-D -E Kelly, not D-E-A-D -E Kelly. So maybe it wasn't. All oh, right, that's right. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm telling you, the, the, the whole, it's all that we're going through right now and, you know, with um, – you know, Al Gore, you know, you can say Al Allegory, Allegory, you know, with, for, spell his name phonetically. Then his name, then he has business partners, Mr. Blood. So it's Blood and Gore Industries or whatever yeah, he called himself. Yeah. yeah, it's total. We've just given this incredibly obvious to us uh, narrative of um, a, a planned conspiracy or a, a planned obsolescence of certain people it, it seems to be a script for me and us or you you know most people that listen to the show but uh 
Yeah, I, you know, having spent all these years, like when I read the Executive Intelligence Review by LaRouche Group is totally, I would say, 100% accurate. He wrote a book called um, Dope Inc. Dope Inc. And it was basically exposing the royal family involved in running the uh, opium and um, heroin and et cetera, et cetera. And that's after, after he published that, he got jailed for tax evasion. So he was probably right on the money that the royal family are not the good people that you think they are. Um, yeah, that, that's not a good thing to write if you want to stay out of jail. <laughs> no, absolutely. Well, that makes yeah, sense why he was targeted. Mm. Matt yeah. Arrett, who I like a lot, oh, yeah. he was uh, following the LaRouche group for a while. So LaRouche yep. has really had really great alternative ideas for a long time, so you've been following that group for oh, a long time if you're getting newsletters. Since 87, I would say, I had a rough guess when I was over here, and I was, I think I subscribed to the um, newsletter, and the magazines I've got up there, everything that's it, they accused and said, I totally believe, you know, that you know the the royal royal family involved in poaching, drug running, and training mercenaries, and then I backed it up over the few years later, just on building sites, and I spoke to guys who were ex mercenaries, and they all said, "Yeah, I work for them and them and them and same people, same people," and uh, um, they were all, you know, getting paid again round round five hundred cash. Or maybe sometimes a thousand a week cash to train up uh, teenagers and how to fire guns and how to you know do things. So that was a thing for sure. So Larouche, if he got jailed for tax evasion, I'm saying yeah, he was probably a good guy. Probably a good guy. They they got tied back to another group. There was an, there was another group that was kind of a right wing group. I forget their name. It'll come to me eventually. Um, but I think LaRouche was possibly not a bad guy. And, uh, no, I think that, no, I think and they had great ideas to use the country's wealth to build itself. Yeah, build he was a business structure. Yeah, he, he was a businessman and he wanted, and he was a patriotic American or just a you know, like I'd call myself a patriotic patriotic Australian if I was thinking of how to make Australia better for my children. I don't feel guilty about that, you know, or, or a patriotic New Zealander. And just by naming criminals that are running your system is not, uh, uh, I would not call a bad thing, I think. And that's what LaRouche was doing. He, he was saying, you're being, well, basically LaRouche said America's being run by Britain. And I'm afraid to say I would agree with that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Do you listen and, to Matt Arrett uh, at all? The Canadian, yeah, I do, uh, not, not lately, but yes, okay. I know who. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think it was Johnny's yeah. list. As was because I don't know what sparked him to be. He said, "Oh no, he keeps going in about something or other." Or not, but most of the shows. Yeah, Johnny's list that, doesn't like the Larouche stuff. I think maybe. Not we sure. Gotta get Johnny's sure. list back on. He's on. He's on Rick and Rollo. He he's been sharing. Yeah, we gotta get him on. on we gotta on get him the on air, the voice. Yeah. Mm. You gotta get him on the air. Johnny's list. If you're listening, you gotta come back, man. Today would be a good day. Uh, 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 hey, and he probably, I, I would say he's listening, or he will do tomorrow when he's at work. 
Yeah, oh, he's a mama. Yeah, just give me a sec, Rick. Maybe oh, tag him while I'm out. Tag him up. Get him on here. All right, let's tag Johnny's list, see if we can get him in here. Johnny's list. Is he on the server? Oh, no, he's not. Oh, there you go. He's on the he's on the uh, Gilded server. Are you on Gilded? Fake11.com uh, forward slash no. Gilded? Oh, I tried to, but I don't think I am. We got to get you on there. That's a that's mm. our backup. Fake11.com forward slash Gilded. So try and get on there if you can. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy. You, you would like it. It's just another knockoff, but it's a backup. We use it as a backup. Yeah. By the way, somebody tried to call in from Rhode Island twice Who yesterday during the Rick and Rolo show. Mm. Now, I can't remember the guy's name, but I don't think we had that working yesterday. I haven't tried it because no one ever used it. Now, of course, when someone wants to use it, I'm not sure it was working. So you could try it now. I did turn it on, but I didn't what test was it. What was, the, what was our old phone? It was um, nine, oh, no, sorry, it was 810. Triple six nineteen eighty four. You got it. You got it. You got it. Yeah, you yep. got it. Eight ten triple six. That's an easy well, number to remember if you remembered it, because you don't call it. No, no, I can just remember doing it as a bumper regularly. Yeah, that's right. It's very good. Very good that you remember that, because we don't use it much here. So if someone wants to give it a ring, the only guy that ever used it was Vela said. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, yeah. If, that was funny. It was funny. It does work. I haven't tested it lately. Um, I'm trying to um, copy the Velo box into a higher, faster Velo box, but I don't know what I'm doing, so it's going to take me a while. No, no I'm telling you I that. Can... He'll be back. He'll be back. It's obviously, you know, look, I've been dealing with a few people that have, well, two, one in particular that's had a terrible situation, apart from, uh, okay. and I deal with Rollo. But no, this is a, a well, client yeah, that's, that's you know, the worst. Oh, well, the client's going through divorce proceedings and oh, yeah. just discovers wife's having an affair, blah, 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 blah. And I. Wow. Yeah. And I, th- I said to him, yeah, that's terrible. Uh, and he, sh- he was asking me, how long will this last for? And I, and, I, and I said, well, I can't tell you that. But I said, every day gets better. But I mean, you've. You can't expect life to be – people expect their life to just be the same monotonous drudge and then, you know, you die. Often you get ups and downs, <laughs> highs and lows. Yeah, that's and, true. That's how, I, that's how I see mine projecting. Mm, ups and downs, highs and lows. The most exciting thing that came into my life in the last three days is mice. Did I tell you <laughs> no. Yes, you did. Um, oh, I did. Let me tell you. Oh, oh I did. Yeah, no, I was gonna get. Some, oh, I was gonna ask no, you for some mice advice because you probably have mice well, advice. Well, my advice is cats, but um. Yes. Yes, my, cats. My brother, he loves shooting and killing small animals and whatever. Oh. But he 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 became a master of traps, and my father had an infestation at his place, and. My brother thought he just set up traps everywhere, and you could hear them go <laughs> left, right, and center. And um, yeah, he, he loved it. He thought it was fantastic. Because to me, I, 
I'm not a big killer. My wife but... loves it. My wife loves it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and why wouldn't I you? I found that out. I, I found that out. Women love she killing runs. things. I don't think so. That. Shouldn't she say runs that, but... when she hears that clacking noise. Mm. Well, let me say, he was the same, and he'd bring out a little, you know, dang, dangling away a little dead mice, dead mouse, I should say. <clears throat> but um, it seems to be, like, at the moment, we've got mosquitoes like you wouldn't believe here where I am, and I, I'm, I had them all over me before. They've gone now. But um, when you have really hot or really dry or, you know, different conditions, you get a, a pest takes over, and... Mice took over here about two years ago. Farms were overrun by them. Uh, anywhere with grain, they had thousands and thousands and thousands of these mice. Yeah, I running saw around. the videos. They're absolutely ap- ap- apocalyptic. Yeah. <laughs> just... Oh, yeah. It was a thing for sure. Oh. Yeah. How did they and, get rid um, of them? What happened? I don't know. Because they were using baits and poisons, and and that can obviously work, guaranteed. Yeah. But um, when when you got a level of mice at that level, even the cats give up because they go, "I've already eaten about thirty today. I'm not going to eat any more." And yeah. <clears throat> um, so yeah, it's it's full on. Um, I think it's just cyclic though. And you, what you do is go through old newspapers, which is how I get my information, and you'll see that you know thirty years ago there was a mouse infestation. Obviously, it fixed itself because we haven't been turned into mice. Yeah. So it'll, it'll go away. But um, what you do have to, as we talked about last night, is your electrical wiring and your vans and trucks and cars. Oh, yeah. I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, well, I got, I got advised to put um, baits in the wiring system of the electrical system of the car <coughs> because we had floods. And the, the mice were, and rats were coming up the hill where I live because obviously I'm not stupid and don't live in the floodplain. I live up top of a right. hill. And um, because I've got three cats, I think they do a pretty good job of doing it. But I do believe they will come after your electrical wiring. Yeah, well, the cats don't hide out there, so they'll. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to. I, I have to. I'll be back in two seconds. Go ahead. I hear something calling. If you are listening, you can try and call in eight ten triple six nineteen eighty four nine zero two four hundred nineteen eighty four. Give it a whirl. I can't guarantee it's going to work though. And don't forget, if you want to join the Discord, fake11.com forward slash Discord, fake11.com forward slash Gilded. Those are our websites.
Well, thanks everyone for listening. I see we have a few listeners tonight, which always surprises me. We've got, um, what do we got? United Kingdom listening. We've got Perth, Australia, another United Kingdom. We've got Park Ridge, Australia. Maybe that's uh, Johnny's List. Johnny's List, join the Discord if you want to chime in. And we've got the United States somewhere. So thanks, everyone, for listening in. Rick has just stepped away. He'll be back. Probably booking a flight or something. I believe when we go silent, you hear um, elevator music. We, we should. Now, I'm in the middle of an argument with have you, some have of you them. Listened to, have you listened to the stream? Whenever it goes silent, the elevator music comes on. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't. So there no, are a few listeners listening live. Can you believe it? I guess we've got a, a regular audience. No, it's kind of interesting. We don't really advertise, but we got an audience on a Sunday morning, which is Saturday, Sunday night, everywhere else. Just give me now. Give me a. Here you go. You're listening to Fake Others Society on FakeOthers.com. This is Klaus Fobson, the Bailey Economic Forum. Saturday, Sunday night, everywhere else. Just give me now. Give me a. Dear God, you're listening to Pagalus Society on Pagalus.com. This is Klaus Pop from the Bailey Canal Forum. Just give me a now, give me a. Dear God, you're listening to Hi, Frank. Frank, 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 Frank. I can hear you, Frank. I can see you in the distance. I was there coming through Frank before. You're listening to Fake Aldous Radio on FakeAldous.com. Would you like to support Fakeologist.com and all the content we're creating? We operate on the value for value principle, where you pay whatever you can for whatever value you feel you've received. We accept donations in almost every form from PayPal to Bitcoin. Please go to Fakeologist.com forward slash donate for your payment options. Thank you for your support. I s- oh, we had Frank here for five seconds. What happened, Frank? Uh, all everything I was saying came echoing back through Frank. That was Frank. Oh, okay. He was just mm. learning how to use his his device. Oh, is that Sound coming through a sound button. Ah, how so wonderful. It, it, how it, works, it works on Zoom, but not Discord. What were you trying to do? What were, what were you trying to do, Frank? Now we can't hear him. I think we waste half our lives, technically, trying to get things to work. At least yeah, 50% I, I've, of our lives. I have to stop talking because I'm getting some kind of thing rolling around. Yeah. Now what but, you did you turn the stream off? You got it. You were li- were you listening to the stream? <laughs> if you were listening, to, it's like anything else. When you call into a call-in show back in the old days, you have to turn your radio down. So in this case, you have to turn off the stream. Otherwise, you'll be hearing yourself. <laughs> filter back and i think you heard we heard you and i rick coming back yes. through his speakers which was the uh, stream 
it was basically me repeating whatever I'd said for uh, 20 seconds before getting repeated back to me. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a delay on the stream. There's 20 seconds. It takes a yep. while to go around the world. Sorry about that. Did it again. Did you, what are you doing? Is that what Sorry. happened? That's exactly You're what interrupting. happened. You're <laughs> interrupting. Yeah, it's like the old days. You remember they when you called in a call until they say, turn your radio down, and then you can listen yeah. to the show through the phone service. Do you do you I, remember that? You know, that was I do app. actually know that app because yeah. that's exactly you know, what yeah. happened. You, you listen to someone Nobody ring does up, that anymore. I have to say, turn your radio down because you're echoing through my mic. But yeah, that's happening. It's live and happening again. So now let's see if I can do this. See can now you're fine. Yeah. What'd you do? What'd you do? Oh, no, so because I didn't have so the noise cancellation on on uh, this works fine. Okay, that was fun. It's okay. We don't we don't mm-hmm. mind using the show for technical support. We don't mind it because if you have the problem, someone else might. Uh, I've called in because you said you needed caller inners, but I, I I always listen to you guys talk on Sunday night. It's very relaxing. Oh, it is great. Uh, no, it's good because normally the last three or two or three weeks we've had a, a cast of, you know, a whole lot of people kept turning up, thousands, thousands. And um, normally if it's just me and Ab, we can just have a chat and it's the same yeah. balance, you know, no no um, contretemps or anything like that. We just sit around and have a conversation, which I yeah. prefer. I prefer. I, I, like, I like one-on-one, maybe maximum – Maximum four, best three possibly. Two's good though. I, I think you you don't get too much um, squabbling going on when there's only one of other person chatting away to you. But the the group checks can go. Yeah, I don't kill. have a lot of material tonight. I'm kind of neither do I. Neither do I. thought you were going to bring a book. You were talking earlier though, Rick, about the fact that everyone's distracted with flat Earth and yes. Not getting on with the things they should do. Mm, yeah, no, I definitely believe that. And, and while sure. I am definitely a person that enjoys a good flirt discussion, I also think it's super important to actually under- learn and understand the legal system, which I do encourage everybody to do. It's so I, simple. It's I so don't simple. I think thing. there is any better way to deal with this stuff. Yeah, and it's for example, the latest one I'm working on is we have to get an electronic ID to be a company director. Really? Wow. The current thing I'm about to do is to write a letter of conditional acceptance. Yes, I'll accept your offer to to get an electronic. If, 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 you're not going to sell my information on and provided you're not going to do this. And if you do, you agree to pay me $10 million. And I'm just going to see how it goes. I think that's the best thing you can possibly do. I, I keep reiterating to people, it's a conditional acceptance. Say, don't say no. Say, yes, I'm happy, happy to accept your uh, offer. Yeah. But on, these on are my, on this proviso, that you will dot, 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 $10 million, $20 million, $30 million, whatever. Yeah, but why, Frank, can you remind us why you can't say no? Why can't you just say no? I forget. There's a reason. 
it was a good reason. Rather, it's it's called the four doors. So you can you can either accept, which is honourable. You can conditionally accept, which is honourable. You can remain silent, which is dishonourable. Or you can say no, which is dishonourable. Oh. Because because you're not you're not doing anything towards the reason it's considered to be dishonourable to be silent or to just to say no is because you're not entering into the spirit of you know trying to settle a disagreement between two bodies two parties. Someone wants to get something because they're dissatisfied about something. The government wants you to. You know, and the government in this case is a legal person. They, they're okay. trying to get you to do something because they're dis- dissatisfied about something. And you say, yeah, okay, okay. Well, that's okay. Let's negotiate so you can get what you want, provided you are not going to do me harm. Under what rules do they call it? Who defines honourable and dishonourable? Where does that come from? Well, that, that, Canada it's, law? It's, again, I don't know where all that comes from, Ab. But that is okay. just just the, if you like, the laws of of commerce. The, sorry, the 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 way that commerce is conducted. Is that maritime law? I think Rules it's Roman. Roman. Roman Greco. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but I'm not a. I'm not an. So what I need to say to you is, I am a dilettante, the same as everybody else is. The only thing I can say again is that as I use this stuff, it 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 so far has worked very well. And I think, for example, I told you about the letter I got from the Prime Minister of Australia addressed to me, telling me that vaccines are not compulsory, and I've just used that over and over again. So you had to present that letter and say, "Listen, I have I got this right for the press. I, I have presented it, and uh, you know, again, I've got no, I've had no issues with anyone uh, from a legal point of view at all. We didn't shut our business down. We didn't do anything. Uh, we continue to operate through the whole thing. Fantastic. And I recently just got off a fine. Uh, a, a um, in this case, all I did with the with the fine that I got, I said, "Oh, look, I haven't had a I haven't had a fine for for more than two years. Let me off." And after about a month of just consideration, then then they just let me off. I think all the fines have disappeared for everyone. It was an idle threat. Or I'm not. No, this is for this now. is a, this is, this was a speeding fine. Oh, speeding fine. Okay. So th- this stuff, the conditional acceptance idea appears to have legs. And in this case, what we're doing is saying, yeah, that's fine. As long as you can show me that <clears throat> the the request to provide you the information for your electronic um, director's certificate doesn't contradict the privacy laws. Which it does. What exactly do they want from you? How how do they want? You have it? to. They want you. We are 
if you want to be a director in Australia, you are being requested to get a digital ID. And that and digital what is that ID in Australia. Well, you have to hand out. You have to give them a whole lot of details about you, about who you are. But to be honest, it doesn't make any sense to me at all, Ab. To me, why would you want to create something which can be hacked? <laughs> you know, it's it doesn't make any sense why anyone would want a digital ID. Because all you you're doing is making one, yourself. They want it. They want it. Essentially, well, I mean, there's who, whatever they're espousing. They want it are, for right? ultimate control. Ultimate they will control. use it for control later. That's Turn right. it and on that, and off. And you'll effectively have agreed to some terms and conditions without realizing it, I'm guessing. Anyway, yeah, they're making it mandatory. It's, it's coming very quickly. And so <clears throat> I will, you know, this is just the – I only raise this point just to suggest here where Rick is talking about people arguing about flat earth and so on. That you know, there are things you can do, and you need to pay attention to the laws that are coming in and what you can do about it. And I think that's important stuff to learn, as I've said many, many times. Very helpful. It's the language of the state, and you should learn it. Yes, I think if so. You want to interact with the state, yeah. otherwise, they don't understand English at the state. They understand Correct. legalese. Yes. And they know that you need to hire a lawyer, i.e. a translator, from English to legalese. And that person doesn't work for you. He works for them. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. He'll always work for them. That's right. Yeah. And yeah, that, um, you published a post where a fellow explained the um, the city's City K Trust the other day. That was quite good, by the way. I don't know if you remember that. Which one? One of the posts you published. Yeah. So it, it, it went into that, um, into that stuff quite well. It didn't talk about the four doors. The four doors, two are honourable, two are dishonourable, is came from a, um, a thing many years ago. It just, it was, that I picked up, I'd say, 15 years ago, which I found useful at the time. But it's the four-door idea is just a great way to remember this thing about how to stay in honour. But what did I publish? Can you remind me? Where where, and what did I publish? I, I would have to go, you know, I'd have to search through. I thought it was in, I thought it was in your, um, in the blog or perhaps it was in, I'll have to, all right. I don't remember it, so I want to know what I did, yeah. if it was me at all. Um, yeah. That's all, Rick. I just um, You just prompted me to say hey, that. Rick left. Right. So that's it. Rick, is that, what time is it there? It's um, just before 10 o'clock. Yeah, you're. See, so are you? You're. You are not in Sydney time. Yes, it's. I. I am in Sydney time. Yeah. 
you are in Sydney time. So I thought you guys were 16 hours away. So it's almost 6 a.m. here. I'm trying yeah. to do some quick math here. Okay, so you are 16 hours difference. Okay, 16 hours ahead. Yeah. So it's almost 22 o'clock there. Yeah. Okay, well, that's, that's past Rick's bedtime. So this new time change is going to make Rick leave earlier on from my point of view. Yeah. And did Rolla have a meltdown last night or something, did he? No, it was nothing new. It was the same old, same old. All right. Nothing, nothing was new. There's no melting down. There's just a uh, slow descending into into uh, oblivion. Okay. I'll get. Uh, can I solicit some mice advice from you? You have experience with mice. No, I I don't have any. Well, sorry. We do have a um, <clears throat> we, because I run a food factory. We do put yeah. out baits, we, so we put out um, commercial style Trap. baits. Well, no, they're baits. They're okay. They're they're a um, <clears throat> like a little maze that the <clears throat> mice run into, and they eat a. Um, a poisoned um, pellet. Ah, uh, poisoned which is, pellet. Which is attractive to them for some reason. Okay. And I think it's so just they run in odd, and don't run odd. out. They do run out. No, they eat the pellet and they go off and die somewhere. We never see them. Okay. We, what we, we have to measure the amount of, of rodenticide that has been eaten and keep records of it. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's just part of the. Uh, they're probably around, you know, when you, when you pick various ha warehouses, you would have seen these black boxes filled with. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see them. Yeah. I, di I didn't realize that um, they grab a pellet and leave. I thought they stayed in the boxes, but you're saying they pass through, grab their food and carry on. So they're yeah. not in there. No, they don't stay in there, no. Okay, that's interesting. I think they um I think the pellet has warfarin in it, blood thinner. They yeah, just warfarin, bleed yeah. internally to death. Yep. It's pretty hideous. Right. That's what's happening. That's what we do. It's required. You know, it's a it's part of our food accreditation that we we do these things. Yes, I gotcha. I mean, I, I guess I would do something like that around your um, home, given if you if it's as serious as you get having it. Yeah, but if they have, if you use that commercial trap or commercial poisoning, then they would end up dying in your house. Maybe because once they're in, how do they get out? Um. So. We're picking them off. We uh, we're up to eight now. Yep. We've removed eight so far. I haven't seen this morning's tally because I don't want to deal with it uh, until <laughs> because I don't have time. I don't have time in the morning, so I'll wait till our 
chief anti-rodent officer wakes up and she'll um, inspect. The only other thing I've heard is that cats really do a good job. Yeah. Since you've asked. I don't don't really want a cat because I am highly allergic. At least I used to be. So uh, I don't want to acquire a cat and then have to get rid of it. That's that's for sure. That would cause emotional distress. Mm. Although their campaign is very hot and heavy for a cat. But we'll see. Your your, um, your loved ones you're talking about? Yeah. Well, they want a cat in the worst way. But what if you got a cat that doesn't like mice? Then what would you do? Is there such a thing? I suppose you'd sing that mockingbird song or something. Or just not feed it. <laughs> there's, there's always that. <laughs> it, it, yeah, well, look, I guess that there is a, a way you deploy cats for cat whispers. I don't know, but it, they, they stink, though, don't they? I mean, I, I just find... The smell of mice and rats around the place. It's just the odor is awful. Yeah, is that the uh, their waste product or is it just their fur or their hair? I don't know. I, I assume it's the, I don't, the waste product. I don't I don't know if I smell them after the break. Listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. And we're back. It's Sunday, November 6th. A more practical idea might be to get a very professional group to come in and give your house a very thorough clean because no matter how good you are, your wife, or you think you are at domestic hygiene. Yeah. Um, oh, I really know we're not that good at that. So you, you know, a really thorough clean of the house, you know, like people coming in and spending two days just really doing something to your house, which would probably cost, you know, six or seven hundred Canadian to get done. Yeah. And then... Yeah, um, yeah, 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 that's a lot. But yeah, we don't, we've never done the deep clean. I know Rick would probably do that. If I could bring Rick over, I'd have to yeah, fly so him over, but I know something he would do. Yeah, so that, that sort of scale of what you do, and then you make sure that you're not providing any food. Yeah, well, we have to fix the pantry and, uh, de, de uh, remove all the things they can chew through. Just give me a sec, uh, You can have as much sex as you like, and really. Anyone listening after I've just talked about the idea of conditional acceptance and how to write letters, I have been using 
being two, the advice from two groups. One is called Empowerment Solutions and the other is called Know Your Rights Group. They talk about conditional acceptance operating in the private and how the Australian Constitution has um, is not operating the way it should and what you can do about it, the fact that the there appears to have be been no royal assent to any legislation since about 1973. So if any Australians are listening, if they're interested in um, hearing more about those things, I can point them in that direction. You can contact me through this through this website or uh, through my blog, if you like, which is called How to Take Care of Your Penis dot com. Um, yeah, I've, I've found what these people do to be a very practical way to deal with the ongoing onslaught of legislation, which, as Rick pointed out. Earlier today, we are being constantly distracted from addressing by um, yes. bits of nonsense. A lot of nonsense, yeah. Like what Elon is wearing for Halloween and yeah. what Ticadello's a politician's husband has in the U.S. Complete, absolute nonsense. Yes. And, and you know, and... And people are then end up just not able to combat, not, not taking the time to listen to the, what the legislation is occurring while these things are, are going on and, you know, taking this, the steps that you can take to mitigate the damage to yourself. Yeah. Like the four-door idea, I've never heard of that because I'm too distracted listening to nonsense. So that sounds really practical, the four-door. Four-door. So the honorable honorable ways to respond are just accept or conditionally accept. The dishonorable ways are to ignore or to just to say no outright. Now, the, when I've talked about these things on this side, I've had a lot of criticism from people saying, no, I'm just going to say no. Well, that's, that's fine if it works. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I haven't seen any evidence of belligerence working myself. Well, most people just say no, don't they? Or they, they're silent. Silence is no. or Sorry, silence is a yes? It. So what if you're asked a question three times and you remain silent, then mm-hmm. that can be construed as you're agreeing or if someone makes a claim of you and three times and you don't say no, then you have agreed. So that's, or, or that's, a, that's one a, of the... A, perfect, a, a simpler example is this. If you're, if you're, if you're approached by a, a policeman who says... Um, um, you know, so it tries to pull you up. Are you the driver of this vehicle? You can say, "Am I? Am I a living man?" 
and they say, what do you mean? I said, no, that's not the answer. I said, am I a living man? What are you trying to get at here? I said, okay, that's the second I've asked you. For the third time, am I a living man? If they don't say anything, you say, okay, so you've agreed that I'm a living man and I'm not a, that means I'm not a creature of statute. Like, you know, I don't have to have anything to do with you and you can disappear. You need to record all that, but effectively this is all of these things are, sorry, most of the things that we get involved in, especially in Australia, there's just one new law after another. They're statutes, they're not laws. And so they don't apply to living, what they call living people, living men and women. So the government, the government never passes a law, they're only statutes. Statutes? Yeah. Well, who can pass laws? Nobody. Well, well they, they're just natural laws. There is, there is, the definitions um, depend on the type of legislation, whether there's been a referendum and all okay. sorts of things, all sorts of things going on. Um, again, I don't claim to fully understand all the definitions, but in most respects, the stuff that's going on is simply, um, an attempt to contract you to a private organisation called Victoria Police in all capital letters or something like that, or your local council, um, and that the, you know, and they'll they'll impose fines on people, even though they have no authority to impose fines because the imposition of a fine. There's no requirement to pay any fine in Australia or in Canada, for that matter, without having a trial to confirm that you are guilty of an offence that requires you to pay money, All right. for example. So the tax department can't say, oh, yeah, we're going to fine you $500 for, for your late return. They're not the judge and jury. You know, they're not, they don't have that power to impose penalties unless you give it, unless you agree and give it to them by agreement, which is what's been happening. And how do people agree and not know they're agreeing? I, I just, what, they're what paying they the fine. They just say, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm late with my tax return. You said I've got to pay, so here you go. I'll pay it. <laughs> so they should just challenge that. Authority, they right they off. Say, okay, let's go to court then. If you if you think you know you, you you write a letter back saying you don't have the power to find me without proper process. What are the reasons why I was like with my you know there's a, there's a it's a it's a to get you, you need a hearing. I'm, I'm sure it'll be in Canada as well. Any fine to be paid has to be, uh, have been subject to a, a, a trial where the appropriate penalty is um, handed out as a result of the trial. Right. So everyone needs a hearing or a trial. Yep. 
you know, because they, the, the, these people, the tax department is not the, le- you know, not the judge and jury system, is not the, is not the court system. Their company is no different to, you know, your, the company you set up to um, run your trucking business. Right. The company has no authority to impose fines on others because fines require a court hearing. And most of the time, these corporations do not want to go to court, so they'll just settle or withdraw their, their fine. I, I think that's what's happening. Yeah, quite often, yeah. And this is, the, of course, this is the stuff that people obviously used to know, but the constant television and so on has just driven this all out of our heads. And it's, yeah. you know, it's, it, and it's difficult, you know, to, you know, to, to take these things on. It's, it's baby steps, certainly. And we don't, don't, people don't really have the time to learn the things if they're spending time distracted by those things that you spoke about before. Yeah. And it is annoying that just to avoid a jab, you have to write three letters with postage tracked to the Prime Minister. You know, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> but that's what the things you've got to do. Well, at least you got a nice letter back on official letterhead that you can show people. That's that's kind of fun. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Do you have a... Yeah, the laminated. Oh, I mean, I can take. I easily. can also take it to the next level when I've got to get my passport, for example. Um, if there's any balking, then then on that, I can then file a uh, an action where I've where I can show that they have ignored my response three times, my my offer three times. You know, this it, it it depends on where what. There, you know, after after I've sent three fresh letters and they haven't, and we haven't closed the deal. In fact, they've in effect they've been silent on my offer. Um, they have accept, they have effectively accepted the offer, and I can then um, file for judgment on that basis, which is the process I'll almost certainly have to go through to to. Um, you know, be able to stay direct without claiming, without obtaining a an electronic ID. So, I'll, you know, for interest, I'll just keep people posted about how that's going. So can you explain the digital ID one more time? What do you have to do to get one? And what is what does it look like? And I haven't, I haven't poked my nose into it yet. But we are required, the only thing I know is that we are required to make an application for a digital ID by the 30th of November or risk fines of millions of dollars. Millions. Wow. Alex Jones level fines. Yeah, just madness. Actually, you're right. It's, It's that kind of crazy level. And so I will get a letter in before the deadline 
where I'm. You're saying your your angle will be they won't be able to guarantee your privacy, which is contrary to the Privacy Act. Yeah, that's. They won't be able to agree to that. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of other things that you know, if in the event of that any harm comes to me or etc., that they will. Per, you know, the these chief executive officer and the chairman of the ASIC will pay me $10 million and he has to sign a bond and, you know, all the usual stuff. And now is this an, an idea you got from Solutions Empowerment Group or did you come yes, up with this? From Solutions yourself? Empowerment, yeah. It was this, exactly the same technique uh, used for the... Um, the jab thing, which was done in September 2020, long before, you know, six months before jabs arrived. Okay. Looks like the cat came back. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm back just briefly. Briefly back on the makeholders.com live stream show notes and live stream chat. I was Frank, just um, I was just applauding your um, your <laughs> exhortation to people to yes. stop getting bogged down in nonsense and do real stuff, real work to protect them. Oh yeah, it's, oh, it's it's what's really I'm I'm getting that message in my inth in my inth that you're not to be. Arguing about stuff that is not relevant when you really need to be aware of what's really happening right now. And that New Zealand thing to me was probably the biggest wake up. I, I got that at 2 a.m. three mornings ago with the, uh, you know, you must report your family. Sorry, sorry. You must report your family if your family's involved with, um, you know, arguing, arguing about the government or they don't. They got upset about vaccine mandates. Report them, you know, because they, they could be the future. Crazy. Mm, yeah. That is crazy. Yeah, unfortunately, it was ma mainstream news in New Zealand. Mainstream news, no conspiracy theory here. This is straight out mainstream news. And I, I, I am saying now that it's coming. That this Stasi-like um, future. New Zealand's always, a, say, two years in front of America. So in two years' time in America, the same thing's going to happen over there. They'll, they'll, they will decide, well, they, you know, if they you've they got to... They were way ahead in reporting the assassination of, of uh, JFK, so I'm not... By, by, uh, by, by one day. Yeah, by oh, one day, that's literally. it's literally. always tomorrow there. It's always yeah, tomorrow yeah, in New Zealand. Yeah, always, always in tomorrow in New Zealand. And yeah, that's a, that's a fact, Frank. It's a one hundred percent fact, and um, it's such it's a tomorrow um, there now. It's tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. The first to see the light, New Zealand. It's literally the first country to see the new rising sun uh, in the East Cape of New Zealand. You, you you'll see it before uh, America, before England, Why did whatever. New Zealand get the international dateline, by the way? Who made that? Mm. You figure Greenwich would. Why wouldn't Greenwich? They get everything else. Their Zulu time. Why did they pick New Zealand? I, I don't know, but there's, there's, I there's a reason. Because, I just think it's because it's on the opposite side of the clock dial from, from yeah. Greenwich. Is it directly, is it directly opposed to Greenwich? 180 no, degrees? 
No. But it's it's the closest largish settlement or yep. English settlement. Okay. English English continent or sorry, yes, it is definitely totally English, a hundred percent royalist. They love Queen Elizabeth and they love they all love King Charles if they have to. If they have to. Yeah. Mm. So it's it's so it's the closest to the other side of the earth. Is this the idea? Yeah. The other side of the cocktail, yeah. Yeah. However you want to describe it. That's interesting. So that's I wonder when that international dateline was invented. Oh, let's have a look. Yeah, let's check, consult the when book. When did the international dateline? You're listening to Rick and Ab and Frank. Hi, I'm just a gal. Top-notch energy doctor, Fuster Clark. We're from Manitoba. Fake egg from Sweden. You're listening to Fakeologist Radio at Fakeologist.com. 1884 is when it came back, came into existence. Really? Fantastic. 1884. There you go. Despite its name, the international dateline has no legal international status and countries are free to choose the dates that they observe. Funny that. <coughs> Funny that. Mm. Isn't it? Uh, and, d- by the d- way, d- so you were talking about the New Zealand legislation and, and Antipodean mm-hmm. sent sent me a link to Oh, he's the, good. The fact he's that good. in Victoria, my favourite guy, Dan Andrews, has appointed a barrister <laughs> a barrister so, to be in charge of the coroner's court. Oh, really? Now, that's interesting. That is interesting, Frank. Why, why so, would you import why would you do that unless you were guilty? Something was going down at the coroner's court. Yeah, and then he also pointed out that New Zealand has made it illegal to investigate the role of vaccination in deaths. Exactly. Look, look, I hate to say this. Well, actually, I'll mention it. I think I know. I think I may know one, or I may be one. I'm not going to say exactly the right one, but maybe I maybe I know one quite well. I'm I am seeing. And and anecdotal evidence alone that there are people that are perishing via stress levels of losing their jobs. That's one case. I brought it up last night. Well, that makes sense. I can believe that. But I am am seeing, as I drive that freeway, police tape on the side of the freeway of cars that have just driven off the side of the road, but more so than I've ever seen before. What's causing that? I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. I don't want to ruin the show as a conspiracy theorist to say that they may have had an issue as a driving. And and look, I'm sorry. Look, I have to say this, that I've had a number you don't of have people to apologize here. Well, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to cover Frank here. I, I don't want him to know, be associated with the conspiracy theorists because I'm. Yeah. I, 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 I certainly I appreciate. Anyway. I certainly appreciate it, Rick. I mm. 
fully appreciate the way that you want to protect me. It's very gentlemanly of you. Oh, well, I'm just being a, doing the right thing. But a good friend of mine contacted me recently, and he said he got he only took it because he wanted to get to Queensland because he does international interstate deals with mining equipment. He sells mining equipment and and, and um, uh, heavy machinery. And he took it because on the basis, if he didn't take it, he couldn't go across the border to do his normal job. And he said the day after he got it, his shoulders went numb and he's got frozen shoulder. He's, he, he, his driving's affected. He's got issues. And he went to his doctor and he told the doctor that I've, I can't do this, I can't do that. His doctor advised him, get this one, to contact the Vaccine Adverse Reaction Report. So some doctors are... What can they do? They can't do anything for me. No, nothing. No, and and when he he told me that, and I agree with him, he said when I did, it was almost impossible to put in a report because it was so complicated what he had to do. Yep. And I agreed. I said to him, they had made it that way, that you would just give up after the third go. But he tried and he kept doing it and he apparently thinks he's got it through there. But he said his, his shoulder's frozen, so he feels like he, he, can't, he hasn't got the same movement in his shoulders. Within a day after taking a booster shot or whatever he had to have, to get across the border, the, probably the first two shots, I guess. Now, here's the been. question. Did he really ever have to get that to go across the border? No. Was that a real thing? Yeah, no. I'd say no. Yeah, I'd say, sadly, I'd the say con- no. But, conditional but, acceptance thing works particularly well for this stuff. Yeah. Mm. Right. No, Frank, it's a, no, we can't reiterate how powerful conditional acceptance is. It really is. The, it is your saving grace. No matter Not what mine. situation, I, I, I'm just no. saying I, I promote it heavily, certainly, on this show. Oh, no look, 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 yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> say, say I said to you, Frank, you can't come on the fake oldest audio unless you have this vaccine, and you reply to me, I'm happy to have it, unless. But but the only reason I'm going to take it is if there's I have any problems, you that told me to get it. Have to pay me three, five, seven, whatever million dollars, and well, my well, family. You, you, you personally warrant that it's safe for me to take it. Yeah, exactly. And so, and, and you know what I would have said, Frank, if you'd give me that option, I'd say I'll just come on anyway because uh, I'm sorry, I don't think I want to sign my my financial life away. Through that, simple. And and that is what any normal person would do when 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 threatened with, look, I'll take it. I'm happy, really, 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 really happy to take it. If I have a problem, you pay this amount of money into my bank account or my family's bank account if I pass away. And I'm telling you now, Frank, no normal person that has a brain on their shoulder would willingly say, yeah, just go ahead and take it. Yeah, I'll pay that money because. Unless you got spare ten million dollars or twenty million dollars, <clears throat> guess what? <laughs> You're not going to do it, and that, that is definitely the best fight back we've got is conditional acceptance, guaranteed. And so you were right, hundred percent. Yeah, I, mean, I stepped uh, out when we did the international, international dateline. Did, did you? Uh, did you explain it? 18, 18, 18, 18, 18. 
Yeah, 1884, New Zealand. So why? Why did they get it? And what day was it before they had the international dateline? Interesting. I'm not sure. It'll be on Wikipedia, though. And Frank will probably find it. There was a thing on Wikipedia. It's true. Go back. Things were not taught at school. Exactly. Exactly, Ab. 100%. Things we were not taught at school. Well, well, it's the problem is if you don't do it, how do you match your dates with other places, I guess, is the problem. Yeah. Good, good, good uh, retort, Frank. Good retort. And there are 24 time zones around the world. Is that right? Yes. So the, the, the ball is divided into 24 slices, 12 well, on each side. Well, look... Everybody knew in the in the good old days that the world was a clock face. So that's why they built clocks. Right. There is a little calculator that was built in the 70s that you could navigate from that used a flat earth map and the, you know, effectively a physical stellarium that you rotated over the top of the flat earth map. Little computer, navigation computer. Yeah. So the other thing, uh, going back to the, the jabbing thing, is that the Australian budget this year has allocated $60 million for jab injuries. <laughs> Funny that, Frank. Injuries. There is, you know, given that these very strange laws are coming into place. I, I mean, I would have thought any sensible person would would think, oh, the government must be deliberately hiding something. And when when you hear that the New Zealand government is making these things, the association illegal, and you read that there's a barrister being appointed to the. Victorian thing, the coroner's court, yep. you would have thought that would be enough to tip people off. Well, you'd think so, Frank. You would think so. It's... You, it's, you maybe uh, now want to light up a cigarette, you realise that. Hey, Frank, what's the Vatican thing about the um, the Des, the Des? Because people are challenging you, and I've thought of myself, that why are we taking the official statistics on Des seriously when we don't trust the authorities oh, okay. to give us any numbers? Well, my, my view is that there is, well, we're, as you know, there is a birth certificate, and we're all in these city K trusts. Right, so that—that's. I, I think I, I talked to you before about it being a based on a paper bull from the 15th century, which made 
where the Pope claimed in the absence of Christ to have um, authority over all living souls. And, and basically a living soul is just a living man or woman. Yeah. And that essentially is came down as the SETI-K Trust, and I actually found a piece of legislation um, established in England in the very interesting year of 1666. Not a coincidence. Uh, that's a coincidence, Frank. Simple coincidence. It's the first so, three digits of our phone number. So during the... So during the Great Fire, I just and when I was interesting that this popped up today, it was it was like, uh huh. Um, let me. I just. I yeah. I just have to. Find yeah, I, anyway, gentlemen, I have to go, but it's been yeah. a wonderful as usual. A wonderful. Thank you, Rick. Yeah, no, thank you, guys. And look, having Frank on, there's a great replacement for me when I despair. Because <laughs> um, yeah. he has got the information that we all need to understand, and he understands what I say. I do believe we've been distracted from the real problems that we've got, big time. And his simple, what we're talking just before the conditional acceptance, it needs to be spread wide and far as the most important thing that we need to know. We've got a conditional acceptance of anything they throw at us but we can give them our opinion. So I'll, let, I'll, I'll go on that note. And um, just, just, before you, just before you do, just let me read out yes, this. Sir. This is called the Sestri K V Act 1666. An act for the redress of the inconveniences by want of proof of the deceases of persons beyond the seas or absenting themselves upon whose lives estates do depend. In other words, this yeah. is where the maritime law thing. One hundred percent, the most in. Yep, maritime law. It's what's running you right now. The fire of the London bur- was a distraction yep. again for a whole lot of stuff happening. Oh, absolutely, and but so conveniently dated, you know, with sixteen sixty six, they managed to get their numbers into everything they can possibly do. I'll just yes. inadvertently pop that into the live show notes for you because it might be of interest you. Do so. Anyway, gentlemen, uh, wonderful to speak to you all, and I will be back. I'll Thank be back. You, Good night, guys. Take care. Yeah, so anyway, so the reason why, I, though I think the um, that the statistics are trustworthy is because I think they're keeping very careful records of the trust's and so they get extinguished and the, the funds in these trusts get redistributed um, upon the death of the, um, the beneficiary of the trust. And when I say beneficiary, that's a, a loose term, which basically means you get held responsible for all the crap that goes on. So that is a record they don't fudge because it's that's financial. Because yeah. it would it, it would be, you know, it seems to be the you know the birth certificate and this and the Sesquicraig Trust. I'll spell it rather than say it: C E S T U I Q U E V I E. 
these trusts are everything that you know it's it's by this that they're able to drag people into court and some guy with a black robe and a wig horsehair wig can jolly well tell you what to do it's the you know it's the trick it's because the human beings are assets to the Vatican Bank yeah that they're not it's a very serious when they create an asset when you're born and when they dispose of the asset when you're dying when you die they must keep good records oh, sorry purpose. that is my view about what's happening right this is an 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 original or an original thought to me that's why I think the registered deaths and births are kept so meticulously and a, a perfect example of this is that you know when when we had um I can't even remember his name and the guy that was arguing with us about whether that he reckoned a whole lot of people had died on nine eleven and one of the things that I used in my discussions with him was the fact that the the registered deaths of New York State and New York City didn't move one blip over three years. You know, there was no three thousand. That's all you need to know. Yeah, there was no change in the in the number of deaths in two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two. It was all the same, almost to the nearest hundred, really. How do you get access to the say? The Sey Key, what is it? The Sey Key. The Sestwe Key Trust stuff. Sestwe Key Trust. Where, how could we get that for New York State, the Empire State, for September 2001? Where would we get that? Well, no, you're just, you're just using the registers death records. Because the, the, the registration of births and deaths marriages and so on, um, they, they, they're kept, and they're kept as birth certificates and death certificates, and those birth certificates are actually saying you're stillborn <laughs> and, you, and a trust is created in the name on that birth certificate. So these are vital statistics that uh, vital are statistics. not fooled with. That, no. Sorry, I, I would put it, that is my view. That's hmm. the one that seems to make the most sense to me. And simply because, you know, what we saw with in New York and what we see in these statistics about, like there was no faking of the fact that in Australia 2020 was the lowest death rate ever. They didn't fake that when they should have if they really wanted to convince people that there was a deadly virus killing people. That exactly. would be a number they would have faked. But they That's didn't. It was the opposite. Yeah. And that was because there's there was fewer actions, just fewer people in circulation, there's fewer accidents, or fewer, was allowed to go fewer to hospital. interactions. Yeah. There's a lot of hospital right. killing. What's that called again? I keep forgetting that name. Iatrogenic. Iatrogenic, yeah. 
So really, the the birth, the vital statistics are really financial records for the Vatican. Right. They need them as the basis for all their finances because they take out loans against the human beings that are security. That's it. They are securities. They are the security, yeah. Well, give me. And when the courts are working, they're actually, you know. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, this is Gord from Manitoba, and you're listening to Fakeologist Chat at fakeologist.com. Now, while our ad's offline, uh, Linda's posted a um, bit of research for me about the Australian company directors. Um, so I'll open that up and read it. It's a ZDNet article. Australian company directors will now be required to register a digital ID with the federal government through MyGov ID app. The new government measure called Director ID is a unique 15-digit identifier that company directors will be required to set up as part of their efforts by the federal government to minimise fraud and illegal activity. Um, Now, I guess from my point of view, I don't see how a... 15-digit identifier that you are then going to post everywhere is going to provide any security for you at all. Um, and anyone that breaks into the government databases, which is obviously going to be, has happened many times, um, all it's going to do is increase fraud as far as I can see. And the whole purpose is crazy. Well, they said fraud increased when they created the digital land registry. It enabled yeah. fraudsters to find any property that didn't have a lien against it, and then they could grab that that digital copy of the registry and get loans with it. Yeah, you know, it's it's just ridiculous. The whole idea, you know, they they talk about government. Um, data being lost and then go and um, they want to create more they want, more to, data. They want to create more it's, it's, like, it's like having your, your, your power company hacked by someone and so they turn off the power and cause disruption well why was your, why was your power generator hooked into the internet in the first place what, what value is that doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense to create a vulnerability deliberately, unless it's deliberate. Um, Linda is a little shady 82 is pronounced. It sounds like a digital barcode, BS for more money and oversight. Well, in fact, you know, it, part of the conditions are that the asset can then unsell your data and information about you to third parties. So it really is a ridiculous thing. Yeah. They have to get you in the digital world so they can. You used to have a loophole where you could just resign as a, as you, you know, from as a director from your own company, and oh, yeah? your company op- operates without a director, and you just have an appointed officer. But the government closed that loophole a year before they brought in the digital ID idea. It's just cunning. <laughs> <laughs> They're always one step ahead. 
but they oh really want to get you they want to get you into the digital realm because that is how they're going to control you because yeah, or, or, they will cancel you your digital anything. id yeah well it's just so they 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 need to control all business activity everything well, has they, to be when authorized you say they need to they don't need to do anything they choose to yeah in their in their uh, new world they need to control all they want to control all human activity and yeah. i suppose the way they can is bring you into the commercial realm and that's why we as individuals are commercial yeah and so you know a lot of you know the future for people that are is to operate in the private and understand how to do that and that's the you know the next task for me is to make sure i understand how to operate in the private well they make it seem like it's a problem that so many of the world so many of the people of the world are not digital and they have no access to banking they make it seem like that's a problem yeah so they need to make they need to digitize everyone to give them access to the banking system. I've heard them say that. Yeah. Because banking is great. They call the um they not they're not called homeless in anymore. You're called um um oh no, I can't remember now. Uh, I'll have to think about that. You're not homeless, you are um Unhoused? No. Oh, well. Well, anyway, people without bank accounts are called unbanked. Have you ever heard that one? I have heard unbanked. that. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. In other words, they made, they made, they've made they turned it into a problem. So you want to become banked. Yes. Well, the, the in Australia, the... The, the, the various banks are closing their branches at a an horrendous rate. Westpac. Well, that's because there will only be one bank, the central bank. That's the plan. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah. that was a lot of reasons. No, I just, as I said, I, I think... Um, the uh, I was struck by um, Rick's comments about um, the effect of mindless trivia. That's all. It, in fairness to me, my uh, my interest in flat Earth is really only to get people to realise that they're being duped. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that comment by Rick really affected you, huh? Wow. And I, uh, you know, and I, um, I think um, the only way to get people to realise something is wrong is by the sorts of discussions that are had here. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think the word is unhoused. I think that's the word. If you don't have, if you live on the streets, you're unhoused. 
I, I was imagining it was going to be something like accommodationally challenged or something. So I'm glad that wasn't yeah. true. Well, that goes along with unbanked. Yeah. All right, I better um, leave you in peace. All you right. didn't want a long, long night, so there's no need for me to drag you on. No, this is my morning. I'm out on my rounds. It's your night. You're the, you're the one experiencing night night nighttime. No, the only thing I do now is watch some mindless TV on Netflix. Oh, is that right? Well, you see, I don't have that option. I don't have Netflix. So if I really wanted to purposely find something to watch, I would have to go find it on the uh, torrent, list of torrents. Then I would have to send it to my seed box somewhere in Germany. And then I'd have to download it from the seed box. So I have to do three deliberate acts, which pretty much stops mindless surfing. So I cannot just turn on the, uh, the telescreen to, to get something pushed on me easily. I have to really pull it. And at that point, I run out of time and energy, and I don't do it. So it's a good... Uh, it's a good way to avoid that. Just don't make it accessible, and then you won't do it. Yeah. Well, that's true. Now, mind you, if I want mindlessness, I'll go watch John Talks or John Talks 2 on YouTube, and I'll just watch 30-second clips of the idiocy of the day. I find that I can only watch so much of that before I have to stop because it's just the the clown show is just too idiotic at this point. I'm really torn, and maybe you could look into um, John Talks because he does a lot. He shows a lot of clips of this Fetterman character who's running for Senate. Now, we're told that he's had a stroke. He's a stroke victim, but... I can't tell if it's a, if he's putting it on an act or not. For instance, it's now the clown show he illustrates is between Biden and Fetterman. I don't think Biden is putting on an act, but everyone here thinks he is. Yeah, I, I'm and, definitely, I'm definitely one of the people that, that, um, think there are just several actors. <laughs> well, but Fetterman, I, maybe you could look into him and see if you think he's putting on an act. Well, I, look, it's, again, it doesn't stop Biden producing legislation that impacts on people, does it? it well, yeah, administ executive orders, which I don't really consider legislation. Well, they, whatever they, they seem to, it seems to have just now be just run amok with new, there just to be thousands and thousands of regulations that people are not even aware of. I think in Australia now, if you're caught on camera or if you're caught eating your lunch while driving your car, they're going to book you. Well, I just finished my apple. Well, lucky. 
Because if you were here, uh, it's. Do you guys um, does your is your crime sinister passing OIC's order and councils, orders and council? Similar thing. They've created uh, a totally unconstitutional thing called the called the National Cabinet, which is a totally unelected group of the Premier of each state and the Prime Minister and they start, you know, making up things that they can write laws about. You know, that's not the system. (laughs) No, but do you have a privy you have a privy council? No, not anymore. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, the Privy Council was where you could appeal. That was that was English based. No, the Privy Council is what runs the country. No, we don't have that. We have and a ca- we have a thing called cabinet. You don't. We used to be. Well, no, we have a cabinet too. The cabinet are the ministers in the government, and they are honourable. And honourable just means that they swear an oath of secrecy to the crown. Yes, I saw that. that yeah, I don't. I don't think we have that. Why don't you have that? You guys are. Uh, you run on the Westminster system. I, I don't see how we have a constitution. We had a very, um, a constitution that was drafted for the Federation in nineteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, so you dropped all that. The the, the appeal to the Privy Council of England could occur. But I think even that's gone now. So you don't have a Privy Council of Australia? Let me, well, I'm going to Google it now. Does your Prime Minister pass or decree orders in, uh, in council? We have 72 orders in council that are not even public. <laughs> you can't find out what they are. So we have a high court. Appeals to the United no, Kingdom Privy Council was a notable controversy when Australia's constitution was drafted. So it's all done, the Privy Council thing. So there's no Privy Council in Australia. You can appeal. We have orders in council. Don't know that. Maybe you guys are more independent than we are. Look, I, th- I think the if the if the Constitution of Australia is upheld, we'd be in a great position. If All it right. was, um, if we operated with that Constitution, it would be outstanding. But there's no evidence of that happening. Okay, maybe you guys are a little freer in that sense. So here's the thing. Guidelines for drafting proclamations in order in council in Western Australia. Yeah, they're proclamations. That's the right word for it. Proclamations of order in council. They don't make the news here. Okay, so the... it, it is. I, I found a document for parliamentary council officers in WA. That's Western Australia. So it, it looks like there is something like that going on here as well. Yep. 
but it's used here federally. I don't see it provincially here or statewide as as it would be there. I, I would have to take some time to look into it. I'm not familiar with it. All right. But you would have heard about it probably by now, a little bit. Yeah. As I said, the thing that's happening now is this thing called the um, uh, exam. I've never forgotten the name of that, but this. Can you type in Canadian orders and councils for in for 2022? Okay. Orders in Council Canada? Yeah, for 2022. See which ones are listed. If you can even find them. Well, there is a web address called ordersincouncilcanada.ca. Oh, good. Who's, who's the Orders in Council online database makes it easy for you to search for orders in council made from 1990 to the present. All right. What are I'll what pop, are some of this year's? Pop that into. Oh, what is it? And so if I just from date two o two two. Dash O one dash O one. Okay, so there is an order fixing the remuneration of certain conditions of employment for the members of the Canadian Dairy Commission. Order fixing remuneration of employment of Benita Lane Thornton. They're very specific, aren't they? Appointment of Holly. Tusky Bassett of the City of Regina in the province, Barrister Law to be a judge of His Majesty's Court Bench for Saskatchewan. Okay, so it's all done like that. I'll um, post you a link, Em. You might have some fun with that. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Sorry, Frank, I missed the last thing. Did you get a juicy one there? It's Most of them appear to be about the appointments of people to, to judges and various boards. For example, the reappointment of Rene Cote of Montreal, Quebec as part-time member of the Copyright Board. Um, wow, these... <laughs> they're very specific. They don't have anything in general. What about this okay, one? Okay, so... The reappointment of the Minister of Transport, Mike, Michel Tosini, of Brossard, Quebec, as a member of the Laurentian Pilotage Authority to hold office during the pleasure, during pleasure for a term of four years. What committee? The Laurentian Pilotage Authority. I mean, it's just, there's so Pilotage? many tangos where people can just get a truckload of money, isn't there? It's quite amazing. None of the, these all, uh, they, I'm guessing here this database is missing 
many of the relevant COVID orders in council that none of these appointment ones are really relevant to what I'm saying. So maybe they're, maybe the database is missing a lot of relevant ones. Well, I posted your link uh, for a particular search, but you should be able to get back to the original. Um, yeah. I could look for I could look for things with COVID in it, couldn't I? For example, let's see, I could do that. So, if I look for COVID, is the keyword for twenty twenty two dash oh one dash oh one. Okay, so here's there's a minimizing the risk stuff. of exposure to COVID nineteen in Canada order. Minimizing the risk of exposure yeah. to COVID in order to support Canada's continued focus on reducing the introduction and further spread of COVID nineteen by the decreasing the risk of imported cases from outside the country. And there is mm -hmm. at least 30 pages of such orders that have COVID in them. Okay, now we're getting close. Regulations amending the income tax regulations, COVID-19. Regulations amending income tax regulations, COVID-19, 26 qualifying period, in order to temporarily expand Canada's emergency wage subsidy and Canada's emergency rent subsidy for entities subject to a public health order that restricts capacity by at least 50% from February 13, 22 yeah. to March 12, 22. Yeah, that's how they gave out a lot of money. Yeah. But and this now, is one of the main ways they implemented. You know, yeah. How are they able to write all this legislation so... Quickly. Well, it's now, like these the Patriot Act. This is all. This is all done way ahead of time. Exactly. When you, when you, I mean, one of the highlights when you bring my attention to this is you just see that they have written this legislation. You know, it's Years not that ago. easy to produce these documents. There is a huge right. amount of work going into this, and. I doubt that any member of parliament has seen any of this this stuff. No. So when they're arguing about gay rights for for penguins, transgenders and whatnot, yeah, in that's parliament, the distraction. That's the distraction. Yeah. In the meantime, thousands of things like this are going through. Thirty pages of it, by the look. Mm -hmm. So there looks and know, orders in council like, are not revealed to the parliament. They're not debated. They're not distributed. They just they're pro they're proclamations. So there you go. By the king, by the king well, of Canada. I'll, I'll post that search in for you. They're probably written in the UK because I I wonder does the United Kingdom have orders in council too? I would say so. That is my understanding. Are they just proclamations by the king? Wouldn't that be easier? Just 
call it what it is. Because we have a surrogate king by way of the governor general. Yeah. But I wonder if they, I wonder how, if you can find a matching order in council or proclamation in, in the UK. Well, let's find out. Orders in council UK. And, and similarly, in the US, it's just executive orders. Okay, so there's a website called Privy Council Meetings and Orders. Decisions of the Privy Council are recorded in orders which have the force of law. Such orders come in many forms, but the basic distinction between orders in council and orders of council. So there is a pretty, yeah. So orders in council are orders that have been approved at a meeting of the Privy Council personally by the King. Yeah. So what have they got? Are they all so the same with the code? They no. fall into two broad categories, statutory and prerogative. Statutory orders are made under any of the numerous powers contained in Acts of Parliament which give His Majesty the power to make orders. Prerogative orders are made under the inherent power of the Crown to act on matters for which the Parliament has not legislated. Wow. So there you go, the, the idea that the King is no power. That's absolute Crown. power. That is absolute power as defined right there. Absolute power. I'll paste that for you as well. So you, you, yeah. you, you're taking me on a very big guide here, um, Ab. I know. You, you now t- you, we, we, I'm now handing over the, the um, FACO Legal Council le- hat to you. You now okay. get to wear the coloured robe and the horsehair wig. I just wanted to know if Australia had a similar structure. Because you are, are. Well, how are they ramming through all their their COVID dictates over there? Do they go through Parliament? Yeah, through Parliament, yeah. In Victoria, it all went through Victorian Parliament. But the money distribution, which is through the Bank of Australia. Central Bank of Australia, that has to go federally, I believe. Yes. Victoria can't give itself money. Um, it can, it, Victoria spends money, it borrows money and spends money, yep. It does, in fact, yeah, do exactly but, that. that. But all the money in Canada comes through the federal government, through all no. these orders of council. That's yeah, where it comes from. That's not the case in Victoria. It's They're the ones that are they're the ones that put are putting us a trillion dollars in debt. Yeah, and the, the state can't. Well, and when in fact even our um, local councils are racking up huge debts. Yeah, you know, for all their talk about sustainability, none but of it, this is sustainable. <laughs> but That's again, the funny you know, part. It, it's it's sensible not to choose to be as, in my, in my opinion. It's sensible not to be a, you know, claim to be a citizen. Yeah. But all this debt is unsustainable. And it will crash. And what comes next, I don't think people are going to like. I think it's going to be just what's going on in Sri Lanka right now. That they're rationing diesel and fuel with digital ID. And bread in Iran, digital ID. You want a loaf of bread? 
show your I- digital ID and it'll be recorded and that'll be your ration and you can't exchange or trade or accumulate. It'll be an expiring credit. Yeah, That's so... What's coming. Well, it doesn't, like, as I said, I think there are, you know, you can make changes, you know, you can have some impact on this stuff by, um, you know, the way that I, by writing letters of conditional acceptance and other techniques. Yeah, see if you can find the four doors post that you say I said something about because I don't remember it or what led you to that. Uh, no, it, it was a discussion about the Sesquitag trusts that was in it. I will see if I can find it. <laughs> so I, I'm the one that posted something that got you onto that? Sesquitag? No, 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 no. That's that I've known about all that for quite a long time. But it just yeah, it, yeah, it you, just it. yeah, you made some comments with that in. Oh, that was about how did I um why did I think we could trust the numbers the, are real. The numbers, yeah. I got it. I thought your John Manley interview was great, by the way. Oh, thank you, Frank. Appreciate it. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Have you read his book? No. All right. Well, I'm keen to now. Well, good. I should read it too. He gave me a copy, I think. I got a million books that I haven't read. You want a copy? Just, oh, I can get my own. I was only kidding. No, I can send it. I can send you a preview of all the pages. <laughs> I'll create an order in council to have it authorized throughout the land. Well, it's nice to talk. Nice that Linda's listening live. Yeah, Linda, why don't you come on and talk to us? She cleans her house in the morning with your with her silky voice. Yeah. She's cleaning her house, though. She can't do two things at once. She needs a break. She needs a coffee break. Where is Pennant Hills, Australia? Pennant oh, it's in Sydney. Hills. Where is it? In Sydney. Sydney? Where's Park Ridge? Where's Park Ridge, Australia? I don't know that. All right. I get very... I get poor geolocation stats on who's listening. All I get for Linda, Linda, I'm guessing, is in the United States. So it just says United States. It doesn't tell me where. I don't know who is the one that uh, creates the lookup tables for the IPs, but the one I'm using is... Linda, sorry, I'm completely wrong. Linda has Council for the Order of Australia. The Council for the Order of Australia... I know, that's a different thing, Linda. That's about... um, Nominations for yeah, that's like about that. those are the awards for citizens. Yeah, you know? We have the order. We have the order of Canada as well. Yeah. Yeah. So something. you don't really have any. Your government has no proclamation power where they could just ram things through by saying they're so. As far as you know, right. As far as I know, it does not have that. 
because otherwise every single financial thing would have had to been debated in your parliament. Yeah. Including the increase in debt. See, our, our, our crime sinister, he just creates the orders that create the debt. It's, it's so fast. Nobody well, knows what's it, happening. It's it, so fast. It's been, it's been brilliantly executed. I mean, the, but the idea of debt, you know, we've talked about this before. You know, people don't have failed to realise that the that the Reserve Bank of Australia is now a private bank. That only happened recently. The, but it yeah, was, in Canada, it was not, the Bank of Canada is private for a long time. It was not possible until they did this for Australia to be in debt. Australia could produce its own money. I'm wrong about this, I, where I saw this particular thing. It's not on your blog at all, Ab. I, no, I didn't think so. I apologize to the listeners. I, I, I have, where, um, where'd you find it? I'm going to have to, um, it was a recent thing that I've read. I'll have to find the source now. It just talked about the, how the Roman system works, how the, the trusts work, etc. Yeah. So what do you think of my my idea that the reason the stats are accurate is because they need to keep the record straight on the on the bodies that inhabit the trusts? It's a great idea. Makes sense. There has to be some statistic somewhere that is required to be above board and validatable. And money makes the most sense. If it's security for their corporation, then they have to proclaim these numbers publicly and properly to keep the integrity of the financial system. There must be some systems that have integrity still. So I like it. Yeah. And this is the worldwide... It's a, it's story a worldwide right now is excess deaths. This is worldwide right now. Well, the other the other amusing thing about the excess debt is that you know most Australians will think that it's money that China has. You know, oh, China's got all our money because we've the Chinese have the Chinese government is even more in debt, and all the yeah, provincial yeah. governments are in debt. It's it's to Le Monde. The whole entire world is a cot case and somehow has managed to own money to private interests. Yeah. For no reason at all, because obviously every country should be producing its own money. Yeah. That's all. Well, when they produce their own money for the benefit of the citizens and everyone shares in the wealth, Theoretically, yes, and the, and the decisions that they make about the money they produce and destroy and tax and circulate around, yeah, you know, in 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 a in a world that worked properly would be for the benefit of the government. Well, in the inverted world, everyone shares the debt. In the, the opposite, and no one. Well, sorry, I should say that the the bulk of Majority. people. Yeah. Um, just accept the stories provided 
about debt and yada, yada, yada. You know, even you're talking about the system has to collapse. Well, there's no reason for the system to collapse. There's no, it's a, it's a decision. If a collapse occurs, it's because the guys that run the system are collapsing it. That's the only reason. And they want everyone to agree to it because they want everyone to think it's the only way to go forward. Yeah. And that's why they ease us into it slowly, slowly into the boiling hot water. They're going to ease people into the digital ID and the digital currency. One director of a corporation at a time. The good news is, if it's true that the Nigerians are not adopting the Inera, which is the digital ID and Ni- digital currency in Nigeria, I wouldn't have expected them to anyway, because it seems like their economy is highly based on theft. So I'm sure they're not. I'm sure they're aware of the dangers of having all their money tracked and traced. But I think in Canada, it'll be widely adopted, especially if you have this large dependent class. This is Waterman Chris. Madera Lissette. On Roller. Uninstall Media. Zach Cupboard. On Tossel. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at Fakeologist.com. If you have this large dependent class that needs government money, then they're going to take it any way the government can give it to you. And it's, I notice it's funny because our crime sinister is constantly making announcements of giving money back. So he'll take a big chunk of money from you. For instance, the carbon tax, which is on my heating bill now. But he'll turn around and give it right back to you as a carbon credit. Now, that particular thing you're talking about hmm. in Australia can be challenged. You can just not pay that and say because it's for an unsolicited service. Right. But they collect it through the gas company. So I'd have to go into arrears with the gas company because they're the ones that collect no, no, the... Not at all. Because when the gas company will send you the bill and where they'll say that there is this... Levy, right? Yeah, it's right on the bill. They break the bill apart so you can yep. see everything. And, and that is an unsolicited service. Right. Okay. So you can, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not a lawyer. Do your own research. But my understanding is, and I'm just starting to do, you know, get onto these things myself, is that. Or, for example, where you've been put in a in a quarantine hotel sure. by the government for whatever, and they give you a whopping big bill. It's an un, that is an unsolicited service, and you do not have to pay it. Correct. And you simply write back to them saying, "This is an unsolicited service." Interesting, isn't it? Really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a. Then you'd be dealing with the gas company, not the government, because they're the agents of the government collecting this. Yeah. And of course, uh, there's a carbon tax every time I put my the gas hose into my car. 
similar. There's a carbon tax on there now. I was <laughs> I was watching a um a couple of guys arguing that can we improve carbon dioxide exists in the atmosphere? Really great. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, the whole. <laughs> you just get your mind open to every. In the end, when you realise how deep the deception can be. Yeah, is there any real separation of gases as as described in just air in general? Now, just yeah. give me a sec, Frank, before before you yeah. go. I have one last one last segment. Uh, while uh, while you're away, Linda's. Linda has been able to post that King Charles, through orders in council, can um, impose orders on Australia, which is quite fascinating. And I wonder, I'm, I'm going to have to run that past the, um, the Know Your Rights people and see what they say about that. Very powerful. So thank you, Linda, for taking an interest. I hope you'll pop on the live stream and say hello to people since you're contributing so thoughtfully. I am. Um, I personally am finding that um, trying to understand the mechanisms by which we are um, being encircled to be very satisfying and somewhat amusing, really, um, how well it's all been hidden from us for so long, or from me. Um, yeah. And it gives you a, you know, it's, for me personally, I feel much less threatened as a result of, a, of coming to grips with how it all works or how we think it all works. With the sneaky guys. I've also been listening to a podcast from a, an Englishman called Academic Agent, and he is um, putting through through the model that the all the um, machinations going on in England regarding prime ministers, etc., is controlled largely by Tony Blair. Or uh, as Dave Joe would call him, Tony B, um, who he and I both think is the same guy that plays the role of Tony Abbott in Australia, and that the two are never together. Um, so, if people are interested in listening to the academic agents' analysis of how the events of the prime ministerial um, changeovers in England have been occurring. That I, I think his podcasts are well worth listening to on YouTube. Who's that? A guy called Academic Agent. He, um, you know, he's not he's not a fakeologist by any shake of the stick, but I think his analysis that um, that politics or that the the wheels of government in the UK are firmly in the hands of Tony Blair 
um, is certainly worth hearing and considering. Okay. And uh, you know, he he predicted with relative ease what he thought the outcomes would were going to be. And his his prediction is that unless the Tories re-elected um, re-elected, I can't even remember his name now, the guy with the funny the Trump equivalent in England, that the Nigel Tory Farage. party. I beg your pardon, Nigel Farage. No, no, the. Who was the Tory leader? The Boris. Boris. Unless the Tories re re-elected Boris to the position that they are going to implode. Um, you know, they'll, they'll be wiped out at the next election. The Tories just won't exist anymore. He, he, he's huh. predicting that the Tory party. So on his prediction now, with, with, with Boris not being put back in as leader of the Tory party, his prediction is that the Tory party in England will be just totally wiped out at the next election. Okay. And that will leave, you know, the Labour Party of, you know, essentially the Fabian Society of Tony Blair's you know, fascism by stealth. Yeah. Just uh, in total charge. Well, I think we'll go to a uniparty system everywhere. Effectively, that's what we have anyway. It's a, yes. Yeah. We're just determining the color of the tablecloth the same table it always realigns after the election after the rhetoric is done it always realigns back to the center because every system has to conform with the financial system so everything has to be in accordance with the power brokers that control the the economy the economy is not here to serve us Mm mm-hmm yeah, everything, and I think people are slowly realizing that. I think they're doing it a different way in the United States where they just put these complete imbeciles in front of us. Yeah. Where we know clearly they're not making big decisions, or if they are, they're wrecking everything. Either way, we have to get rid of them, and we just have to go with the the experts. So. Yeah, but you're not in the USA. I, think, I think you're just watching it all. Must be, it must yeah, be just um, watching it all. Yeah, you, you'll you'll have to um, join me as an ambassador of Christ, um, Ab, and your, your your kingdom is the heavenly Jerusalem above. You're not a Canadian mm-hmm. citizen. You're a, you're an interested bystander. That's all. Well, yeah. There is. There are no. There will be no more citizens. A dispassionate observer. Anyway. That's right. Yeah. You may as well because there's no. <laughs> there's no. They're eliminating no citizenship of countries. Yeah. You are a global citizen. This is an idea that 
I've heard on the No Agenda show too. No, no you're, you're you're global, but but you're you're global by staying in the, you know, in your street forever. Yeah. It's um. It's stunning. <laughs> it's a stunning, and people are quite okay with it. The the concept. Well, new, yeah, younger people are because they're they're being blocked out of the old system anyway. They can't get a house. It's a worldwide phenomenon. They can't afford real estate. They can't afford to accumulate wealth. Therefore, they're being told, "Why bother anyway?" It's yeah. just destructive to the earth. So don't bother accumulating wealth. We are all stewards of the land. We all share it equally. We're going to go back to the the old Indian communitarian view of no private property. Everything's everybody. Everyone else's. If you have a spare room, then anyone should be able to move in because it's not really your house. It's not your property. That's what they're edging towards. Do you think edging like is the right word anymore? It appears to be a breakneck pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breakneck speed. And one of the reasons I like talking to Tiago is he apparently says he has a good indicator, good finger on the financial pulse. So the, the financial shoe, I think, is going to drop hard and suddenly. I don't. It would be great to get him back, but I don't think he's going to come back after the he's been trashed. Is here, hasn't he? I doubt he listens, and I doubt he gets word. I'm I'm hoping it's completely unrelated. I'm not a conspiracy theorist I'm, in this I'm area. I'm hoping too, because I am. Um, but the died suddenly grew. I think has died suddenly for the third time. Well, it's it's still going in Australia. Died suddenly, Australia is still a thing. Well, yeah, anyone could call it that. I'm talking about the one he administers. I think it's. I think he's still connected with it. Let me let me chank I shake. I couldn't see it on Thursday. Maybe you can see it. I should look on the died suddenly telegram because I think he created a telegram. That'll still yeah, be we've there. Got, we've got died suddenly Australia. Don't forget, there's a Stu Peters movie called Died Suddenly, so he's going to suck up a lot of the sudden searches. Death. It's a private group, twelve and a half thousand members in Australia. Yeah, that's not it. That's not his group. Were you a member of the Tiago group on yeah. Facebook? Yeah. So when you go to look at your groups, is it listed? Good question. No. No, it's gone. So even if it was unlisted, because you're already in it, you would still see it. Uh, it's only unlisted to outsiders. So I think it's gone again. Yeah, it's gone. I've got died suddenly Australia, but not died suddenly. 
I wonder uh, if his Give, Send, Go is still going. All I've the never, links are from... I've never paid any attention the, to that. No, I didn't really either, but I did list it in the uh, show notes of past shows. I'll have to look next time I stop. See what it's up to. I know Velisette was very concerned about it. You figure he'd know what it was at. Yeah. All right. I'm better leave you right. Did we did we resolve the orders in council and king proclamations? Well, and- Linda has established that the English king can issue them on to Australia. So I have to look at her. Um, Still to this day. That's how it's looking. I, so I'm. Yeah. So I'm going to have to do a bit of research on what Linda's done that, but I've got a few other things up my, I've got to get the directors right. sorted out and a few other. Yeah. You've got a lot on your plate. All right. Thanks for coming by all the best and see you next time. Yeah. I, I might call upon you for Thursdays. Yeah, that, uh, as uh, to reconstitute to, the round table. Happy to do that, of course. I know, uh, I know you are. You're very available. I really appreciate it. Oh, I think what you're doing is fantastic, Ab. I hope, um, I hope the um, the thin-skinned persons uh, find it in there, whatever it is, to uh, settle down and keep yeah. contributing to, to what I think is a a um, sanity-saving thing you put together. I really appreciate your support. Thank you. I'll have to look up Solution Empowerment Canada, see if I can get that guy on, if there's a guy or girl. Yeah. They, um, well, as far as I know, they are all um, connected. There's quite a few international people on the last call I was on about... um, on Solutions Empowerment. Oh, is that a, so th- that's something you get when you're a member? Yeah, you g- get invited to seminars and so on. Um, you, oh, okay. you go through Zoom things. So and you saw some Canadians? Of, I, think, I think a lot of Canadians and Americans are, English people are involved in the, in um, Empowerment Solutions. Okay, it's I find it useful for document. You know, they're they're very useful for documents for in for writing notices for filing affidavits, etc., etc., etc. Settling things in the private, working out what your state is, and understanding that you are not the role that you are playing, but you are sometimes in that role. You know, you're okay. You're a truck driver, but that's not who you are. You're you're a living man, or sometimes you are the truck driver. It depends on the circumstances, and you can pick and choose yeah. the roles as being most important to you. You know, these are roles that are thrust upon us, or we jump in and out of them. But quite often, we end up being tricked into playing a particular role to our detriment. That's the the nuts and bolts of it. Right. 
I want to play the role of king. See how that feels. Well, again, that's probably not after the break. I need dollar, dollar, dollar. That's what I need. Well, I need dollar, dollar, dollar. That's what I need. Would you like to support Fakeologist.com and all the content we're creating? We operate on the value for value principle, where you pay whatever you can for whatever value you feel you've received. We accept donations in almost every form, from PayPal to Bitcoin. Please go to fakeologist.com forward slash donate for your payment options. Thank you for your support. And if I share with you my story, would you share your dollar with me? Come on, share your dollar with me. Go ahead, share your dollar with me. Come on, share your dollar. Yeah, so for what it's worth, the closest you can get to that role is by, um, you know, saying that you that Christ is your king. All right. If you if you accept that, you know, if you if you um, take that position, my understanding is that is your greatest legal your greatest strength against the all this legislation and executive orders, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that come about. And that's why right. you find all of these laws are apparently the inversion of what the Bible recommends. And the language can often be deceptive. Some of the laws, in fact, do the exact opposite of what you think they say. Wow. So, for example, it's actually, I think it actually works out to be unlawful to claim that you are Name, surname, <laughs> in some cases. Sure. Because it's not your property. That name belongs to the trust. Wow. It, you know, so you are really your first name of, of a family. Yeah. Well, you're... Isn't that how it works? But even the family name is actually... A, the family that name that they talk about is actually means of the Roman family. So there's a there's a master and even the slaves were took his the name of the master. So it's so family name doesn't mean family in the way that you think of it, but in the Roman concept. It's convoluted. No wonder they just want to give us barcodes. Be a lot easier. Yeah. Yes, and so that's um, well. They constantly, when they talk about perfecting the system, this is what's going on. They're perfecting the system, and all we have to do is work out who they are <laughs> and what they are. Yeah. And how come I'm not in that club? How do you get into it? Well, how do they? How do they get into it? Yeah. It's, it's not, um, I'm guessing it's a club you don't want to be in, but who knows? Well, all right. Well, thanks for all your work and your research, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, Ed. Take care. Bye, Linda. All the, bye, everybody. Take care. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, that's all, folks.